Good news today, boys and girls. Big Marlins game, 12.55, which we say... All right. Bush hates gays. Bush hates gays. See how he'll pass a gay amendment ban. While off to San Francisco, they go to become a married home. Always disgusted unless you're a hetero, because Bush hates gays. On Mitch Lewis, our good Paisan. We can always count on Mitch. Rectum. 1002 at 560 WQM, or even Boy. one of those. Throw one of those in for a bonus. Bad news. You won't hear it too many places because it's uh, no longer news, Nomo. Another dead American soldier in Iraq. It's worth it. An, an American soldier was killed this morning after a roadside bomb exploded while his convoy was passing by, the U.S. military said. Uh, this was in Tikrit. The U.S. soldier was the first member of the 1st Infantry Division, which is replacing the 4th. Uh, he was the first of this division to die in Iraq. And now the total is 553. Most of these deaths occurring after the President Bush said back in May 1st, our combat's over. We won. It's just one of them things. 2,016 votes on yesterday's poll. We better talk uh, real fast today, okay? Like that. What do you think Mo is uh, thinking about and Gildy and Joe and all this other uh, stuff after that Barry Jackass column in the Herald? As once again, Greg Reed continues programming and floating out trial balloons and Barry Jackass's column in the newspaper. I can't stop. I know. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating <laughs> and degrading. Huh? Oh, man. No, seriously. Suppose you got a contract and you're working every day even though your ratings suck like Mo and everybody hates you like poison like Mo. And all of a sudden, you read in Barry Jackass that uh, we're considering putting Howard Stern on in the morning. I'm Why? listening. That huh? would light a fire under my ass and inspire me to do a much better show. Well, maybe you're not capable of doing a much better show. <laughs> 2016 votes on yesterday's poll. Why isn't the public up in arms? And we apologize for Eric's spelling, but he's under a lot of stress. Stiffle? Kind of like sniffle. Right. Why isn't the public up in arms about the government's efforts to stifle free speech? Because they're too stupid to understand it, 749 out of 2016 votes, 37.1%. Because freedom of speech is just a saying in America. Absolutely. 361. Because the media is mostly ignoring it, 344. they got bigger fish to fry like Martha Stewart, you know, more important things than the First Amendment. Because they're lazy, 258. Because they don't give a Schmidt, 205. And because they don't have any leadership, 99. 2,000-plus votes. As people are starting to get a little bit pissed off, a little bit fired up, just like that guy that called from Orlando yesterday. Yeah. See, I, I know his intentions were good, and I know he's very frustrated, and he said he was speechless, which he just kind of like uh, stopped in mid-sentence, and I think he expired. But, uh, you know, oh, we had a couple hundred people uh, demonstrate in front of Clear Channel of the station in front of Orlando. Well, that's, that's uh, you know, very exciting. And then what? Then they went home. Right. 
and got laid. So what well, well, we want to tell you again, we got the eight South Florida Clear Channel stations on there. If you want to just avoid them like the plague as a protest, that would, that's one positive thing you can do. Because in terms of finding somebody that's going to really go to bat for you, uh, forget about it. Just ain't going to happen, especially in an election year. There's nobody out there who wants to come to go to bat for potty mouth uh, shock jocks and freedom of speech, things like that. Right. Shock jocks. Oh, speaking of the uh, dead American soldier, end of hot meals for U.S. troops in Iraq, question mark, says NBC News. Halliburton's got a multi-billion dollar contract to feed and house U.S. troops in Iraq, but there are problems, multi-problemi. A food subcontractor that runs 10% of the dining facilities in Iraq claims it hasn't been paid by Halliburton for months and is threatening to stop serving hot meals. The company, Event Source, serves 100,000 meals a day in Iraq under a contract with a Halliburton subsidiary. Event Source claims Halliburton owes it $87 million, including wow. even payment for President Bush's Thanksgiving dinner with the troops with that plastic turkey of his. When you get stuck out there for $87 million, explains Event Source Chief Executive Officer Phil Morrell, it's a question of economics. In an interview with NBC News, he says he's already laid off employees in the U.S. and soon will have to feed sandwiches to the troops instead of hot meals because his company is running low on money. They're running mighty low. And your president's telling you, oh, we're going to take care of our troops and we're going to really appreciate our ride. Tragic. Just pathetic. Don't forget that big primary election today <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll get that all straightened out, no problem at all. Sure. Right? Because there's nobody running. How do you turn this on? Now, here's the uh, big story. Here's the QAM programming story of the day by Barry Jackass in your Miami Herald. Here's line nine, though, first. QAM. Uh, is it Neil? Yes, sir. Hi. This is Joe. Hi, Joe. Um, you, you forgot on your... Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you forgot on your list yesterday that, uh... You ought, to, you ought to put uh, a category for enemy combatants that people are afraid to uh, to speak out. Yeah, somebody suggested that, but it's a little bit late now that the poll is over. But uh, that's, that's possible. Pray yeah. that their uh, phone is being tapped at 3 o'clock in the morning. They're going to get a knock on the door. Yeah, maybe it's goose step right in their house and drag you out. And Could be. Okay, I'll see you at the border, man. We'll have a, a patroller to pick you up. Meeting could decide QM fate of Goldberg. Hey, stupid! And we're not talking about Whoopi either. I'll tell you one thing: that better be a real good, productive meeting at eleven o'clock this morning, uh, uh, Greg. Whatever your name is, you idiot. We're not going to lose the hump, or you know, with this station, it's like sitting inside of a building that's infested with termites. Which I think that's a good analogy for our building. Right, we have ants though. And and well, you you don't know. You got ants in your pants, but there may be termites in the walls in that place. No exterminator. Yeah. I think what we need in that place is an exterminator, to pardon that expression. And it's like sitting inside of a in, uh, infested building and just watching it crumble around you with what Greg Reed is doing to QAM. It just, just it grasping defeat from the jaws of victory. He's better at doing that than anybody I've ever worked for in my life. He's just non-compass penis. That's Greg Reed. It just, there's nothing there. Hank Goldberg's status at WQM could be determined during a meeting this morning. With General Manager Greg Reed writes, Barry Jackass, the mole. What a joke. Goldberg has been kept off the air since March the 2th, following an off-the-air incident involving the unctuous Luann Winnick, the station's general sales manageress. What an embarrassment. And a miserable bitch at that. If the meeting goes well, Goldberg could be back on the air at 4 o'clock today, but Reed said yesterday, told Barry Jackass, he hasn't decided whether to retain Goldberg. I don't know what will happen, Reed said. It depends on how the meeting goes. At 11 o'clock.
said, Hank, I'll hear what he has to say. I've talked to Luann. We're okay. Okay. It was a misunderstanding. I'm contrite. I just want to go on. On another matter, and this I find most hysterically amusing, Reed said he was exploring the possibility of adding Howard Stern's morning show if Clear Channel's Big 106 does not resume carrying it. Is Big 106 going to resume carrying it? No. No. There are two chances, none, and much, 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 much less than none. Ain't going to happen. Is QM going to be adding Howard Stern to our morning lineup? No. No. I'd say we have two chances also, none, and much less than none. Although, you see, it's a little bit better than Mother Clear Channel will. There's several less munches in there. Ain't going to happen. Now, keep in mind that he's got people under contract, like Mo and Gildy. Uh, Joe Rose is not only not under contract, but not even gotten paid yet in ten weeks of filling in. He's got those people who think that they have a job right now, and, of course, he's going in very jackass in the Miami Herald again, programming, floating out his trial balloons, getting everybody peeing in their pants. Absolutely. And stirring up the same old crap that he always does. That's Greg. That is Greg. So we'll uh, we'll keep our, because we're only going to be on to 1255 because we got the Marlins and the Mets at Port St. Lucely, uh, 1255 this afternoon. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Well, we love the Marlins. We love the Marlins. We like those games, right? Oh, yeah, a lot. Oh, man, we have become humongous, the world champion Marlins, even that Norma Kent. And don't call here anymore, Norma. You're getting on my nerves. If I need anything from you, I'll let you know, and it's unlikely you could get it accomplished anyway. Just go away. Just enjoy your baseball. Uh, go back into your infantile uh, mentality and just get out of my face. Man, I was even happier to hear from Rimmer last night than from uh, Norma Kent. That's because Rimmer got, plane got in late. <laughs> Eight o'clock. Oh, sorry, Jeff. I ate dinner hours ago. Oh, okay. At any rate. Well, guess what? What? Something that you're very interested in, I'm sure. Thank goodness I, it just uh, came to mind. Well, come on. The NHL trade deadline is 3 oh, o'clock yeah. this afternoon. Right? Of course, right. The Brian Lee which was, was big last week. So I think he's done in that aspect, Cooley. There you go. Oh, wait a minute. It just said Maple Leafs on something. I didn't see it. Oh, no. The day goes along. Uh, speaking of the Toronto Maple Leafs and their needs and wants. Yeah. Anyway, Valerie Burry's gone from your Florida Panthers, and also uh, Marcus Nielsen is gone. Ever hear of Marcus Nielsen? No. Uh, they were traded, uh, let's see, Burry to Dallas and Marcus Nielsen to Calgary for draft picks. Not even for, like, any roster players, but, like, for draft picks. So I think what you can really say is that Rick, who put the dud in Dudley, has uh, written off any real possibility of a playoff spot this year. They've written off the season. And, of course, since there ain't going to be any season next season, uh, it's going to be a long time before your Panthers have much going on. I'm sorry to say that. Guess who died? Who died? He died. Oscar-nominated actor Paul Winfield is dead. Yeah, I saw that. This morning. Starred in Sounder, King, Roots, Next Generation. He looks a little bit like uh, an older T.C. on uh, Passion. By the way, T.C., quit beating up on Julian, you idiot. Paul Winfield, an Academy Award-nominated actor, was known for his versatility in stage, film, and TV roles, including a highly praised 1978 depiction of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. His daddy was 62. Died of a heart attack Sunday. In 1968, Winfield played the boyfriend of Diane Carroll in her situation comedy, Julia, a role that some suggest helped open TV to other black performers. Four years later, his portrayal of uh, the father in Sounder earned him an Academy Award nomination for Best Actor. He's dead. Paul Winfield. He died. No relation to a Dave Winfield, I don't think. He's dead. He died. They're dropping like flies. So like I said, we only have a two-hour and 55-minute show. Here's the pool. Oh, and also today's uh, be beaded curtain feature, Carrie Otis. She's full sister to Iliitis. Carrie Otis, which I got the whole uh, inside poop on her. 
<laughs> I do. I got a little blurb on. Well, I think we ought to do this every day once we sure. put somebody on there, give a little uh, background. I mean, not everybody even knows who Carrie Otis is, was. Right, let's right? talk about her bulimia and uh, Mickey Rourke. Right, and Mickey Rourke, both of which have uh, something in common as puke-inducing. <laughs> 12 minutes after 10 at 560 WQ. I guess we're not going to be playing those Mickey Rourke uh, drop-ins anymore. Well, under Huh? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I've got a lot of friends that are on the police force here. Good. Okay. That's that's as much of that as we're going to play, Mickey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, we're not even going to come close. We're not put, going to put our toe in the water. Others might, and believe you me, that water's going to be really boiling hot. 1013 at QM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. The only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fees, zero credit bureau fee, and zero discounted points. Count them. Get the no low, low rate interest at just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are a mere 334 bucks a month. If you have you a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So call out that new toll-free number, 1-866-395-LEND. What's not to like? Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move on to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get that new low-rate financing of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage and never pay closing costs again. Call Financial Group today for details, no obligation, 1-866-395-LEND. That's 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rate subject to change monthly, 4.21 APR. What's this obsession with hokey? Announcing the show you've been waiting for, America. It's Tanya Hiding's Ice Cafe. Here's Olympic gold medalist Katarina Witt. Yes, skating to the classics. Oh, oh. nice split jump there. Here comes her takeoff into a double lap. Oh, she's down. She's in agony. Now it's Brian Batano attempting a triple sow cow. Oh, he really got crazy. A perfectly executed triple shin assault by Tanya Harding. See the precision team of Tanya Harding, Jeff Galuli, and her fat guy bodyguard wipe out skater after skater. Oh, now Christy Yamaguchi is down on the ice. It's fun for the whole family, especially if you're the Corleone or Gotti family. Order your tickets for Tanya Harding's Ice Cafe. Peace and Blue Cross accepted. 1018 at 560 WQM. The reason I played that is because disgraced former U.S. figure skating champion and aspiring boxer Tanya Harding is going to try her hand next at minor league hockey. Okay. The Indianapolis Ice of the Central Hockey League announced yesterday it signed Harding 33 to join the team for its game Friday against the Colorado Eagles. It's been 10 years since Harding's ex-husband hired a hitman to attack rival Nancy Kerrigan at the 94 National Championships. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> what? It was. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Harding has always denied knowledge of the attack, but pleaded guilty to conspiracy to hinder prosecution, was stripped of her 94 national title, and banned from amateur figure skating competition. You know, everybody's made mistakes, she said last month on the CBS early show. Everybody's had tragic things happen in their lives, but what good is it to just sit there and let yourself die, is what Tanya said. Although she's been pursuing career in boxing, Harding is also seeking reinstatement from the U.S. Figure Skating Commission. I'm one of the best skaters in the world. I'm not going to quit. I love boxing. I'm not going to quit boxing, she said. Harding is scheduled to fight in Oakland, California at the Oakland Arena on March 20th. Can you say scumbag? Huh? Scumbag. Low life? I like her. Piece of crap. Well, but she is a lot of fun, though. I agree with that. Now, here's KP faxes me this, and he says, 
Why isn't the public up in arms about the government's efforts to stifle free speech, or is that stifle? You should have included the choice, because we're going to let the bastards have it in November. Well, I wonder, which bastards is he talking about? It says, it would have made, by the way, bad grammar here in this, it would have made a huge difference in the outcome of your poll. Keep preaching the good word. Well, the good word, the bad word is that uh, even if Kerry does beat Bush, which, by the way, we had the new poll, he's ahead pretty good, but even if he does win, uh, Kerry's not supporting freedom of speech. This isn't a Democrat and Republican issue. This is a government issue. This is a censorship issue. This is a lack of balls issue. Nobody from either party except Russ Feingold of Wisconsin, nobody else has got the balls to stand up and say, wait a minute, just how can you sit around a table and arbitrarily make up all of these idiotic rules which nobody understands in the first place and then say, we're going to slap your ass with a big gigantic fine every time you say something we don't like. And we can't tell you what that is, but uh, we'll know, just like pornography, we'll know when we hear it. Don't you know pornography when you hear it? Oh, sure, I'm hearing something now. Who should... John Kerry picked for his running mate. That's our, and of course it is primary day in Florida. Not that it means anything at all because everybody else dropped out. Who should he pick for his running mate is our poll question today on NeilRogers.com when you're through looking at Kerry Otis or before you look at Kerry Otis or Iliadis. Or Otis. John Reddy. Edwards 34. See, that's leading and I knew he would, but that's not the good choice. See, I want you to put on your thinking cap, which I realize <laughs> is quite an amusing expression, but think about it for a minute. See, if you're going to pick a running mate, it's got to be somebody that's going to help you win somewhere. <gasps> oh, what I know. a concept. Right. Not just because somebody is likable or because somebody came in second during the primaries or because somebody uh, looks younger than he really is and has, like, a nice smile or stuff like that. Somebody who actually, like, maybe win their home state. Now, oh. if he's on the ticket, you think, do you think that uh, John Edwards with Kerry, uh, you know, as the presidential candidate, the Kerry Edwards ticket is going to win North Carolina? No. No. There's no chance. There are two chances. In fact, there's a better chance that Howard Stern will be on from 6 a.m. till midnight on QM starting tomorrow. There's a better chance of that happening than the Bush, the, the Kerry uh, Edwards ticket winning North Carolina. Now, where else can he win? Where, what other state will he help uh, Kerry, Kerry? I don't know, Nebraska. Kerry Otis? <laughs> John Edwards, 39. Bob Graham, 24. Bill Clinton, 13. Now, I don't know if you put that story on the website or if I did when I was on vacation. I did. Right. Did you? Yes. I read that with much fascination. I read it in its entirety. And, of course, the reason it was fascinating is because there's nothing in the Constitution that prohibits a president from being elected vice president. I even looked it up. You can only get two terms as president, but you can also then get two terms as vice president. That's right. It just says that they can't be elected. Right. John Edwards, 39, Graham, 24, Bill Clinton, 13. That's who I voted for. I think a Kerry Clinton ticket, man. I like it. We could get Monica back there, give her something to do. I don't care. I'm for Bush. Ten people, 8.9% so far. I don't care, period. Ten more, 8.9%. They just refuse to care. They're just professionally oblivious. They're in their own little cocoon. Nothing is going to shake them up. Hillary Clinton, nine. So look at that. Bubba's got 13. Hillary's got nine. I, she does nothing for me. Well, she does something to me, but I can't say it on the air anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Bill Richardson, three. That's the Julio factor that they are thinking about injecting in there. He's a good guy. I don't know who he is. He's the uh, governor of New Mexico, former uh, ambassador oh, to... Oh, uh, that guy, yeah. He's got a good mouth on him, too. He's a New Mexico guy. He's a, uh, one of your people. Well, not exactly. Well, Beaner. He's kin. No, Dick Gebhardt, yeah. too. I don't understand why Dick Gebhardt's only got two, even though he's boring, but he is from Missouri, and uh, Missouri's a very crucial state that Bush won in 2000, and I guarantee you that if it's a Kerry Gebhardt ticket that he wins for him in Missouri, and maybe even Ohio, because of his union uh, strength. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
But don't confuse the people with the facts because they're just emotional, and that's uh, the way elections go. Uh, Bill Nelson, too, our fine other uh, Florida senator, a lot of people are talking about him, although behind the closed doors. You know what I'm saying? In other mm-hmm. words, you won't turn on the news and hear them talk. Well, for example, Bobby Graham was on this morning, BDI Bobby. Bill Nelson, too, and Tom Brokaw won. We have a story on our website today about uh, the urgent Tom Brokaw to run. And remember when somebody called me up last year and said, oh, Tom Brokaw's a Republican, Neil, you're wrong. Bullcrap. He's a Kennedy Democrat, always has been, and I don't know where they come up with his garbage. Tom Brokaw's got one out of 141 votes so far. Boy, the votes are pouring in. Speaking of votes, Kerry leads Bush in the new nationwide poll. Presumptive Democratic nominee. Why do they say that, presumptive Democratic? Who, who's going to win it? Kucinich? <laughs> Al Sharpton? <laughs> Come on, you idiots. CNN, man, certainly not news. A disgrace. Oh, a good piece of news. They yeah. were showing uh, some political rally on the CNN when I was in Europe. I was watching CNN International. And in the background of the CNN reporter, they had a bunch of people uh, with big, gigantic signs that said CNN uh, with, with a band symbol through what CNN sucks or whatever. It, it was great. And then finally, uh, they caught on that those signs were there. Whoop, uh, we just lost a picture. John Kerry leads Bush in the latest CNN USA Gallup poll, USA Today Gallup poll. Um, the poll released yesterday found that among likely voters, Kerry gets 52%, Bush 44%. In a three-way race with Nader throwing his uh, chigger in a woodpile, Kerry had 50%, Bush 44 and Nader 2%. So you see, the 2% he takes are from Kerry, in spite of all his denials. Miserable bastard, self-aggrandizing uh, egotist. Anybody who votes for Ralph Nader this uh, fall, by the way, will be taken away, and you won't see them no more. I just, you know, it's not a threat; it's just a promise. Anybody who votes for Ralph Nader will not be seen no more. Among registered voters, Kerry's lead over Bush narrowed from eight points to five in a two-way race, and from six points to two in a three-way race. So again, Nader's already sticking his finger in it and burning it, and twisting it around. Well, we got a lot of stuff here today, you know. Good. And we're only on until 12.55 because of that Marlins game. Oh! WQM, your Marlins station. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. God. How are you, God? Pretty good. Okay. Uh, Sun is shining. I, I was yesterday just diagnosed with IBS. I want to know what you could tell me to you know, help me out. Cause you're Irritable bowel, huh? Yep, yep. I'm only 23 and I got it. Wow. Let me give you one uh, word. Zantac. Zantac. All right. Yeah, it, it works miracles for me. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. Okay. Good luck, pal. All right. Now, just uh, irritable bowel is one of those things that a lot of people have. They don't even know it, and then they think they got stomach cancer or some grotesque thing, and it just uh, it never goes away, I don't believe. It's one of those bitches. It's another one of those great things that God invented for us, okay, to test us. He's always testing us, the Lord, right? Yeah. Irritable bowel, IBS, and, of course, maybe uh, he might have GERD, <laughs> too, which until somebody called and somebody told me what it was, I didn't even know I had it. I never heard of it. You thought you, you ever heard the word GERD? No, just GERD. I heard the birds the word, but not the GERDs the word. So anyway, Carrie Otis is our uh, sunshine girl today. They do that in the Toronto Sun. They have a sunshine right. boy and a sunshine girl every day. I guess a lot of papers do that. Can't we call it the sunshine girl? Behind the beaded be curtain, of course. It has to be behind the beaded curtain. Sure. Oh, and there's a picture of John Ascroft on there who in less than an hour will be operated on for a gallbladder. We could call it the gallbladder. Girl. And we certainly hope that... Uh, Attorney General Ascroft's surgery goes very, very uh, poorly, uh, very well. Right? Because uh, I had my gallbladder out, and man, I'll tell you, it's not uh, always a piece of cake like Fat Rich told me. Sometimes mm. it's a piece of more like lemon meringue pie. Cake. And uh, I think maybe John Ascroft might have a little bit of a problem. I mean, we're not hoping for that, are we? Yes. That something should happen to him? Because we need somebody to cover up all those nudie pictures. 
Carrie Otis was born the 20th of September 1968 in San Francisco, California. She's an all-American girl with brown hair and greenish-blue eyes. She began modeling at the tender age of 14 after a brief stint as actress. When she was 15, she moved to New York City to model and started traveling worldwide. Her first big break came when she landed on the cover of some stupid French magazine, giving her international exposure. Calvin Klein and guests were soon to follow. In 1990, she appeared in Wild Orchid. She started out with her soon-to-be-husband, Mickey Rourke. 99 was once again red-hot for her career. She starred in uh, Simon Says, New Woman, San Francisco, and Gears, viewed the magazines that featured her on the cover. She was divorced from Mickey Rourke in 1994. Uh, her photos for the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Millennium Edition are sizzling is what it says. So there she is on our uh, Sunshine Girl thing and behind the beaded the velvet sizzling. rope. 1028 at 560 WQM. Spring into savings right now and save like never before on a great new car or truck from Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. They're on US 1, 20 minutes south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive because they're going to save you thousands and zillions on great new Toyotas. Check out these great leases right now. An 04 Camry or 4Runner for just 269 a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander for just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America? You pay just 179 bucks a month for 48 months. These are just some of the unbeatable savings going on right now at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. And now with the toll increases on those uh, using cash, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead will give you a free sun pass when you get that new car or truck. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes under the sun to put you in a great new Toyota today. So experience for yourself the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated and committed to 100% customer satisfaction. They'll make you a happy camper. I, Fat Boy personally guarantees it. The service department is even open late till eight weeknights to make sure your service work gets done. Convenient to get there, they're on US 1 and 293rd Street in Home State, uh, Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. So don't waste your time at those mega dealers or car giants who overpromise and then always underdeliver. Get you into their dealerships under false pretenses. Do the smart thing. Call David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, right now at 305-242-3247. That's 305-242-3247. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Rudge packing? Absolutely. Tired of playing FCC fans for me. Feeling so censored, my show is now sterile Don't know what you expect me to be But under arrest next, take me off my show Shock jocks have got to go, that stern has got to go Every word that I say is under the microscope Don't know who's next to go, get in line or hit the road WQAM. That uh, email you sent me didn't come through about the uh, dancing bush or whatever that thing was. Oh, well. It said it. it's from a URL that's blocked because it's uh, unsafe, it's unclean, it's dangerous. Like the uncircumcised masses. Hi, Papa Juan Pablo. Oh, speaking of Pablo, this is a great uh, email that you did send me, though, that you faxed. From Pablo, who says, Neil, your profound distaste for the Christians is as <laughs> it. Uh, huh? Yeah, it's great. Is at its core idiotic. 
Your daily pontification on this subject is both offensive to Christians and also to educated non-Christians. Sir, there is absolutely nothing anti-Semitic about Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion. Did I ever say that it was an anti-Semitic movie? No, you quoted No, I read, I read about 4,000 columns, right. and they all did save, so they must all be obnoxious and uh, full of crap, too. Sure. Sir, there's nothing uh, uh, anti-Semitic. Those Jews who find that not to be the case should reevaluate their own faith or lack thereof. And I would like to point out that most of the articles, like the one from the Toronto Star I read yesterday, wasn't written by somebody Jewish. But nevertheless, your constant bashing of this movie exposes your inability to be objective in most subjects. You consider yourself to have integrity. I offer you this point. A true media person objectively watches the film prior to forming an opinion. I wouldn't waste my time watching it, Pablo. And by the way, get a real name, schmuck. The left-wing media, which you are obviously a part of, truly has eliminated your ability to provide objective points. I'm not here to provide objective points. I'm here to give my opinion, okay? The Toastmaster is supposed to give his opinion. It says, funny thing how even Steven Spielberg, director of something, a pro-Jewish movie which was excellent. And, and, did you wipe that out or did he do it? What I did I didn't write everything out. It's, uh, when asked landmark. his opinion of the passion, refused comment and judgment until he viewed the film. Well, there you go. In fact, the reviews that I've read, every one of those people did view the film. How do you like that, Pablo? Neil, you are a disgrace to the radio station, a disgrace to your profession, and most of all, a disgrace to man. Thank you, Pablo, amigo. And, and up yours. I might ask your, your, uh, your disgrace to women, too. Right. Well, needless to say, a disgrace to faggotry. Well, I'm sure Pablo knows something about that, because after all, he's one of yours. No, he's not. Well, who should John Kerry pick for his running mate is our poll question today. we got 231 votes. John Edwards is uh, winning uh, so far. Well, there's the cheesehead, Tommy Thompson. Who came to get their health care needs taken care of. John Edwards, 79. Bob Graham, 45. Bill Clinton, 38. Bill Clinton. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 19, 8.2%. Those, Pablo, are the dangerous people, the demented people. The subhuman people. And one thing about me, I'm consistent. I'll tell you, not just Christianity, but Judaism and Islam and all of these things, all of these fairy tales, they're all equally unctuous. All of the problems in the world today, everywhere you look, even this thing in Iraq now, it's the Shiites and the Sunnis, man. What are we talking about? Good old-time religion. That's the problem. I never realized until uh, this last trip of mine, I don't know why, because I'm just not a history buff like you are, I never realized the agonizing history of the uh, Protestants against the Catholics in England. I, you know, uh, Northern you Ireland, kidding? we all know about, huh? Every time there was a new king, all these people would get their heads chopped off. Right. Because they were on the wrong side. The Oops. Catholic king, and then they had to, like, squeeze his ass out of there, and that's why we had the Church of England now to make sure that sure. everybody's a good, obedient Protestant, and we keep them damn Catholics out of uh, England. Well, we've got to be able to divorce now. Send them up to Scotland, eh? Well, I, on the bus, I actually took the bus from the hotel to the airport leaving Amsterdam. What a schlep. I don't know why. And uh, it was uh, there was a bunch of Scotsmen got on at one hotel where they made the stop. There were like Aye. 13 of these guys. They all looked like they came out of a cookie cutter, like the same, all all those big, like, rugby players, you know? Right, rugby. Were they wearing kilts? Real, uh, well, there were some people wearing kilts in front of the hotel over the weekend, but that's well, another what story. Were they kilt? No, these guys weren't killed, uh, wearing kilts, but they should have been kilt. <laughs> and they, were, they weren't speaking English most of the time. They were speaking, is it Celtic they speak? Uh, what, what language are these be speaking? <laughs> it's it's Gaelic. Oh, they speak Gaelic? <laughs> oh, you can't, Don't no, you? You can't say Gaelic no more. Don't be saying that. <laughs> you can say gay or you can say <laughs> lick. Don't say them together. Don't say Gaelic. <laughs> anyway, get back to the pool, please. Uh, I don't care I'm for Bush 21. That's 8.4%. Pretty weak. I don't care, period, 19. Hillary Clinton, 12. Did I say Bubba 40? Wow. Dick Hibbard, 11. Bill Richardson, 4. Tom Brokaw, 3. And Bill Nelson, only 2 out of 248 votes. Bill Nelson is like, uh, I mean, he's a good guy, but he's like low-key, you know what I mean? What do you mean? 
Well, when's the last time you heard anything about Bill Nelson, our other senator from Florida? Where is Who? Nelson? Right. Exactly. So thanks very much, Pablo. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Okay. WQAM, hello. QAM. Not there. WQAM, hello. Hi. Oh, no. Not today. Oh, yeah. We got, a, we got a ball game today, okay? We don't have time to talk to retardos today, okay? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. And there's not one line ringing right now. Look at that. What a disgrace. See, I told you, never mention that there's a ball game coming up. Don't ever do that. Never learn my wow. lesson. Because they start turning the radio off hours ahead of time just to make sure that they're safe from the Marlins, from that Greg Reed disease. WQM, hello. Hey, man, that guy kind of sounded retarded. I beg your pardon? I said that guy kind of sounded retarded. Yeah, a little bit. All right, I just want to welcome you back. Yeah. Hello? Hi, you pally. Oh, I see. Mm. Okay, the good people are out today. That's good, because huh? I'm in a good mood for it, because we got a nice early exit today, 1255. Right. So get in your best shots while you can. Just try and get WQM, down. wacko line, not there. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? you got to excuse me. I have a little cold. Okay. Um... You know, this American public, I don't know what the hell is going on, but they're, like, standing still. If anything should get them up in arms, is about the job situation. You know, that's what affects us the most, and it's mm -hmm. gone to the, down the yeah. pits. You know, and it's just incredible. Everybody but aren't you impressed with the fact that the president keeps making up these great numbers, that we're going to have all these additional jobs, and then it turns out to never happen? But he, he sure talks a good game. Yeah, but, Neil, it's easy to put numbers together, but when you actually see what's going on in the public, that's something yeah. else. Well, take a look You're on our website. Saying. You'll see Paul Krugman's column from the New York Times today. He's got the chart right there in the lead story on our website, and it shows you all the promises, the projections, and then the real number of jobs that they create. About 30, man. Let me say it again. They're going to create two big, new, important jobs this November, the Bush administration, president and vice president. Those are going to be the two new jobs, two new people holding jobs. Other than that, bye-bye. No, uh, as uh, Kerry would say, don't let the uh, door hit you in the ass. Now, can he say that anymore? No. In the Recto. on the way out, that's what he says. Because you can't say ass no more. Hey, listen, if you got a fat ass and you're uh, trying to lose some of that weight, well, I guess most people who are fat have a fat ass, don't they? Typically, it's uh, very typical. Not always. I mean, take though. a take a look at fat boy if you got a strong appetite, and you're trying to lose weight on one of those low carb diets like the Atkins or the uh, South. Uh, what is that South Beach diet? Here's a superstore that you're going to love because they've got over a 1,000 products, low-carb products in stock you can choose from. Something with some taste, something to satisfy your uh, that uh, thing in your tongue. What is that thing called? A uvula. Including breads and bagels, cookies and crackers, chips and brownies, chocolates, ice cream, pasta, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and lots, lots more. Delights is open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. You can try anything in the store before you buy it and... Their staff knows dieting, low-carb dieting, inside and out. They're the experts. They've got the most complete line of Atkins brand products anywhere in the world. And Atkins, uh, what's his name? Atkins products are on sale all day, every day at Delights. The low-carb diet is rated number one by a lot of folks. So if you want to get some real variety, some real taste, this is the store you're going to fall in love with. Delights of West Boca. They're on the northeast corner of Glades and 441 right next to Boston Market. Call them toll-free, 1-877-LOW-CARB. That's L-O-W-C-A-R-B. Or on the web, lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one Delights of West Boca. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. And when you're walking in there, watch your step. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Bush hates gays. Bush hates gays. 
see how he'll pass a gay amendment ban. While off to San Francisco they go to become a married home. Always disgusted unless you're a hetero, cause Bush hates gays. Oh! He was just a walking on the sea singing Do I did it, did it, dum did it do He's the man from the land of Galilee singing Do I did it, did it, dum did it do He's good, he's good, divine, divine, he's good, divine, changes water into one. The next thing I knew, he had a lame man on his feet singing. Do what did it, did it, dumb did it do? The blind are gonna see and the dumb are gonna speak singing. Do what did it, did it, dumb did it do? He walked on, walked on through my door, my door, walked on through my door. Then he cured a leper source. Some say he's the son of God <laughs> Yes they do, but there's other people think it's so odd Now he's the reason that we have an Easter day singing Do I did it, did it, dum did it do And he's the reason that all the Christians pray singing Do I did it, did it, dum did it do They praise him, praise him, kneel down Kneel down, praise him and kneel down The man who wore a thorny crown Do I did it, did it, dum, did it do Do I did it, did it, dum, did it do Do I did it, did it, dum, he's a Jew Do I did it, did it, dum, he's a Jew Do I did it, did it, dum, he's a Jew Do I did it, did it He's a joke. Absolutely. 10.47 at 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog. Uh, no, we don't at all. What am I talking about? I don't know. What are you talking about? We got the Mad Dog in the bullpen. We got warming up. Because we got Marlins on deck at 12.55, just to force a habit. And then we got that big meeting coming up around 11 o'clock this morning, the Humper and Greg Reed. And, of course, Greg is going to be sitting there looking Hank in the face going, yeah. like that, and Hank will be going, <laughs> like that. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was hey, funny. Yeah. And that'll be the meeting. And then the Hank will be on this afternoon. I'll tell you one thing. The Humper better be on, or we're going to be a lot of pissed off people, including all of us at QAM. All of us. Even Mo. Absolutely. Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. They're not too tight. Marlins at the Mets in Port St. Lucie, 12.55 to pregame, 1.10 the first pitch. The Humper. Is, uh, where's he gonna be? American Airlines Arena for some of that heat crap. I mean, some of that basketball garbage. Uh, four o'clock this afternoon. Seven o'clock, the Panther preview. Seven thirty, Panthers here in Toronto at the ACC to take on the Toronto Make Believes. Eddie K follows the hockey game. Joe and Mark overnight, two to five in the morning. Howard Stern in the morning, six to ten. Isn't that what you're hearing? Sure. All over the place. That's what I'm hearing. No more of that, uh, other crap. I mean, we could be wrong. This is CBS. Right, which is Infinity, which is Viacom, which is Howard Stern. So tomorrow morning, this is CBS. That's what Greg Reed would like to have you believe. Well, tune in anyway, okay? And you'll hear Howard. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <You'll>, <laughs> one way or the other, you'll hear Howard tomorrow on QAM. Absolutely. Unless, of course, he takes that very jackass story to heart and just uh, walks out. Or maybe he has like a heart attack. That would be bad. 
Speaking of people we're not too crazy about, seizing Limbaugh's records, his medical records, was legal, state tells appeals court. All right. How do you like that? A lot. After all that wailing and moaning and gnashing of teeth. And by the way, Pablo, there's plenty of right-wing assholes on here. You can listen to them all you want. It's, uh, I was going to say it's a free country. It used to be anyway. Well, what you say is offensive, then don't listen to it, Pablo. That's the answer for that if you're offended. Bye-bye. Reach over and uh, twist that dial a little bit. Find somebody who knows spaghetti and glaze. I'm sure you'll have no problem finding plenty of those who will sing you all the right tunes that you like. Right? Right. They whisper right in his ear all the stuff he wants to hear. I am celiac losing, I am dead now. Stuff like that. And I remember when I was alive. Palm Beach County prosecutor said yesterday that seizing Rush Limbaugh's medical records as part of their investigation into his prescription drug use did not violate his constitutional or privacy rights. Limbaugh's attorneys are asking the 4th District Court of Appeals in West Palm Beach to ban prosecutors from using the records seized late last year against Limbaugh, who's under investigation for possible violations of the state's doctor shopping law, which prohibits someone from secretly obtaining overlapping prescriptions from different doctors. Prosecutors responded to that appeal yesterday with a 28-page brief saying it was perfectly proper for them to seize the records from four doctors with search warrants. Limbaugh's Miami attorney, Roy Black, contends prosecutors should have followed a procedure set out in state law that requires prosecutors to notify someone before they can obtain the records with a subpoena rather than a search warrant. The notification is designed to give a person a chance to contest it in court. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Assistant State Attorney Jim Martz, who's heading the Limbaugh investigation, uh, wrote in the appeals uh, brief that the law doesn't require prior notification when records, medical or otherwise, are seized with search warrants. It's important to recognize that the seizure of these records arose as part of an active, ongoing criminal investigation where the search warrant is and always has been the most reliable method used to obtain evidence of criminal wrongdoing, Martz wrote. Criminal wrongdoing. Let me say it again. It's okay for this uh, alleged criminal, this admitted pill popper, who was probably high on God only knows how many uh, shows. About 30, man. At least. With all his Oxycontins and all the other crap he was popping. It's okay for him to be on there spouting his right-wing bush-looking crap on all the clear channel stations. But God forbid we have somebody who might be anti-Bush or maybe a little bit to the left of Attila the Hun, and we got to get that person off like right now. Get him off. All those liberal commie pinkos, man, we want all right-wing all day, all spin all day. Now, this audience evidently doesn't because taking a look at uh, the poll result, who should John Kerry pick for his running mate? John Edwards won 15, 328 votes in a little over half an hour. That is shocking, George. Shocking. John Edwards, 115, Bob Graham, 61, Bill Clinton, 54. It's legal. Although, see, uh, Kerry's got too big of an ego. He would, because he'd be overshadowed. I guess anybody else would, too. They'd be overshadowed by a former president, right? Yes, they would. Well, by him, anyway. Bubba, 54. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 32, 9.7%. I don't care, period, 21. <laughs> Those people I just love. I don't care. You can't force me to care. How do you like that? <laughs> Hillary Clinton, 17, Dick Gebhardt, 14, Bill Richardson, 7, Tom Brokaw, 4, Bobby Richardson's got a couple, and Bill Nelson, 3, out of 328 votes. Bad news for O.J. Just when you thought he went away, just when you were praying, we would never hear his name again except a QAM. Oh, man. Satellite Television Network DirecTV accused former football star O.J. Simpson of using illegal electronic devices to pirate its broadcast signals. Oh, man. The El Segundo, California-based company wants Simpson to pay 20 grand for the use of the equipment and attorney's fees, according to the lawsuit filed Wednesday at federal court in Miami. That's last Wednesday. It's sure taking the sunset long enough to get around to this and also the A&P. 
Federal agents removed satellite TV equipment from Simpson's house in the uh, Kendall area during a search 2001, December 4. Direct TV alleges in the lawsuit that the devices were two pirate access devices known as bootloaders. You know what those are? Oh, man. Bootloaders? Yeah, I do. Do you? Mm-hmm. How many you got? One. At the time of the raid, the devices were being used for the unauthorized decryption of direct TV signals. The lawsuit said the company claimed Simpson bought, made, or distributed the boxes. Simpson attorney Yael Galander was in court yesterday, didn't return his cell phone message seeking comment. Direct TV spokesman Bob Mercer had no further immediate comment on Simpson's case, but said uh, signal piracy is a common problem. No, Schmidt. It's a common problem. Oh, man. So what's the big deal, huh? That should be his worst offense, is stealing satellite signals. Right. The O.J. Meister. That's America for you. Steal satellite signals, you get in big trouble. You kill a couple of people, no sweat. They play the race card. Well, see, there he goes again. Speaking of that, and it's just a coincidence this happens to be next in my pile. Jason Williams says, I chugged <laughs> after slang, says the New York Daily News today. Jason Williams told a key defense expert he chugged up to 18 ounces of scotch after he killed his limo driver. A scenario that would explain why his blood alcohol level was so high eight hours after the shooting court document show. Known as the so, Rick Sanchez defense. So far, how's his show coming, by the way? Is it still on the air? I don't know. Come on. We need a Rick Sanchez TV show spy report. I bet you that uh, Pablo's watching it right now. It says, but so far no one who was in the retired Net Stars rural New Jersey mansion early February 14, 2002, has testified to seeing Williams drink as a state police investigation into the shooting was unfolding. They didn't see him drink nothing. Instead, testimony at his manslaughter trial, which was postponed yesterday due to the death of defense attorney Joseph Hayden's mother, has presented details of heavy drinking by the ex-athlete during the four hours before he fatally shot Costas Gus Christophers. The four hours before he did the shooting. The first claim that Williams drank liquor after the shooting was contained in a previously undisclosed report by Dr. Michael Baden, a Manhattan forensic pathologist hired by the defense. Remember him from the O.J. trial? Yes. Dr. Baden, Baden whatever his name is. Baden stated in the December 5, 2002 uh, document that he understood the defense might introduce evidence. Williams consumed approximately 10 ounces of 80-proof scotch shortly after the shooting. On January 26, 2003, Baden met with Williams at his home where the former superstar gave him a demonstration. <laughs> Mr. Williams advised me that after the shooting, he was completely distraught. He took the bottle to the, to the head two or three times. He took the bottle to the head? <laughs> yeah. His demonstration of this for me was commonly referred to as chugging, Baden wrote in a May 13, 2003 report. Using a scotch bottle filled with water, Williams took three large swigs while Baden calculated the consumption at between four and six ounces of fluid with each chug or swallow. He concluded Williams would have ingested at least eight, possibly up to 18 ounces of scotch immediately after the shooting. Williams' blood alcohol level tested 0.12 nearly eight hours after the shooting. A prosecution witness, Dr. John Brick, estimated Williams had consumed 15 to 16 drinks prior to the shooting. Prior to the shooting. Brick extrapolated that Williams' blood alcohol rating would have measured as high as 0.25 at the time a 12-gauge shotgun he was holding discharged into Christoffi's chest. Bond and other defense experts contended Brick's methodology was flawed, said his findings failed to consider possible post-shooting consumption. Prosecutors dropped plans to call Brick at the trial after... Judge Edward Coleman offered a hearing on his methods and credentials. So there you go. There's the latest in the Jason Williams. He's going to get off to a trial. What do you think? Uh, never convict him. I know it's small potatoes. Who'd you rather see in jail, Martha Stewart or Jason Williams? See there. There's the problem with America. O.J. Simpson. He's busy stealing satellite signals. Alleged. 
on the outside. He killed two people in cold blood. Martha Stewart, even though we hate that bitch, she's going to wind up doing some time in a slammer. I think it's outrageous. So she lied. You know, it's a big deal. She was stupid, like most rich people. They never have enough. Right, greedy. She, she was worth a billion dollars. She did this thing to say 50 grand she would have lost. 50 grand. Right. I know. Like you said, she's got more in her wallet. At any given time, she's got more in her wallet than 50 grand. That's pocket change. Mm -hmm. 50 grand to her is like 50 cents, your average schmuck out there. So she was greedy. She was a bitch and all these other things. But in the meantime, put her in jail. What's that going to accomplish? Jason Williams and O.J. put him in the same damn cell is what I say. That's my that's my humble opinion. Although probably we should leave them out because they're sports figures. Sports. We don't want to get Clarence upset. 1057 at 560 WQM if you're in a dead-end job like Clarence, if you're underpaid and overworked, which leaves him out. Maybe you'd like to have a new high-paying career, but you don't have four years of your life or the money to go to college. If this sounds like you, then do something really smart right now. Change your life with one easy phone call. Call our friends at Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN because they can have you trained and certified for a high-paying computer network professional career in as short time as four short months, April, May, June, July. That's right. You can be fully trained and ready for a new career in as little as four short months. And Fast Train offers you day, evening, weekend classes to fit around your schedule, too. Fast Train offers job placement assistance, financial aid to people who qualify, and they've got seven convenient floor locations, so there's bound to be one convenient to where you live. So what's not to like? Pick up the phone and call Fast Train today. There's no obligation. You can check them out on the web at FastTrain.com first if you like, and then call them at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. You'll be on your way to a brand-new, high-paying career and a big, fat paycheck that goes along with it. Call them today, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, and be sure and tell them that the unctuous Todd Dreck told you to call. Live, live and local, we are Sports Radio 560 QAM. How young is too young? I'm Martha Stewart, and this is Martha Stewart Living. It is important for all of us not to take for granted our U.S. citizenship. Today, I'd like to suggest to you some of my tips for becoming an active, involved citizen. When you want something from a government official, it is considered customary to bribe local officials with $500, state officials with $1,000 to $10,000, and federal officials with $50,000 and above. If you live in Vermont, you may want to think about not writing in the names Ben and Jerry on election ballots. It's been done a million times and is not really funny. A good way to learn about your local community's zoning laws is to open a sex shop on your front lawn. This has been your Minute with Martha. Join me every day for tips on how to improve your home and surroundings on Martha Stewart Living. We'll see you soon. Oh, I'm sure on the inside. 1102 at 560 WQM. 384 votes on our poll for VP. Who should run with Kerry? John Edwards, 134. Bob Graham, 71. Bill Clinton, 62. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 35. 9.1%. Kind of a paltry number, wouldn't you say? Paltry. I don't care, period, 26. Hillary Clinton, 22. Dick Emhart, 16. Bill Richardson, 9. Tom Brokaw. Wouldn't it be great to have a vice president with a bad speech defect? Well, Tom Brokaw's got five. And Bill Nelson, four out of 391 vote, man. The groom kissed the groom in Asbury Park, New Jersey, yesterday. Making the first gay marriage in New Jersey history. Luis Neverett. Where's that Luis? This hey. corn sure is special, isn't it, Luis? Yeah. Luis Neverett and Rick Best, both of Asbury Park, were married at 3.30 yesterday afternoon in a short ceremony performed by Deputy Mayor James Bruno. 
The couple applied for marriage license on Friday, and they were hitched after waiting the required 72 hours. Six other applications from same-sex couples are pending, officials said. I believe it's a matter of civil rights, said City Manager Terrence Reedy, Asbury Park's top administrator, in a telephone interview with the New York Daily News. It's the right thing to do, he said. Reedy said New Jersey state law does not prohibit same-sex marriages. Governor Jim McGreevy has asked New Jersey's Attorney General to determine whether city officials violated the law by issuing Navarrete and Best a marriage license. Last night, the Attorney General's office said it would go to court this week to stop, try to stop gay marriages in New Jersey. Wow. I wonder if any of your people are getting married, like in Union City, New Jersey. Wouldn't that be something, huh? Wow. Woo, man. I'll probably just cheat like they always do. Yeah. Oh, speaking of cheating people, people that are in deep crap, and how ironic that this news comes on the day of the Florida primary election today. Yeah. Suspended Broward Supervisor of Elections Miriam Elephant has been charged with 55 counts of violating election laws. All right. Huh. Elephant, already facing a Senate trial for her conduct in Orifice, is accused of not opening polls on time and not keeping them open late enough during a September 2002 primary. The Florida Elections Commission levied the charges against Elephant at its February 19th meeting. Elephant, a Democrat, was suspended November 20th without pay by Governor Jeb Bush, who removed her for gross carelessness. Bush appointed retiring elementary school principal Brenda Snipes to replace Elephant. And on it goes. Poor Miriam, man. Why are you going to stop? I think it's a racial thing. Don't you? I'm sure it is. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. It's eleven oh five. I bet you that meeting's going on right now in Hank and Santa Greg. Hey, stupid! Yeah, that probably wouldn't be a good opening line. Hey, stupid! But I would agree. It would certainly be. He'd have his thumb right on it. So you'll have to keep tuned after the Marlin game to see if the Humper's going to be on today or not. To think that it all comes to this because he bitched out Screwan and rightfully so. But like always, Hank is very apologetic, very contrite, you know, and always wimps out in the end, which, uh, you know, we need to eat, although in his case, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQM, hello. I met Senator K. WQM, hello. <laughs> All right, the good ones are coming in today. QAM, hello. Free the Hebrew hammer. Free Hank Goldberg. <laughs> Reasonably priced. <laughs> that was funny. WQM, hello. Good morning. Yes, wow, ma'am. I've been holding a long time. Um, I need your advice. Yeah. I'm house-sitting for my boss, and he has four children, three of whom are now voting age, mm -hmm. and uh, only one of them actually has a voter registration or voter ID card, and that's because her mom got it for her. But what could I possibly say to them to motivate them to vote? Because I tried yesterday to talk to them, and... I'm just not getting through. I don't know what to do. They're 18, 22, and 22. Yeah. And two boys and a girl. And, offer, them um, some, offer them some good drugs would be good. <laughs> well, they uh, do that on their own. Oh, I see. Hmm. Well, I mean, maybe something a little bit better than what they got, something a little more exotic. Um, such as? <laughs> maybe Rush can help you out. Maybe Rush no, can give you no. Wilma's number. No, I don't mean it in terms of bribery. I mean, some sort of incentive, something, you know, lasting. I mean, I, I, talking to them about, you know, democracy and their Talking rights, to, their to kids about democracy and about voting and things like this is like talking to uh, Walter Winchell about uh, what's happening in show business today. You know, it's just a waste of time. I mean, I wish you all the luck in the world and, uh, you know, keep banging away at it. I would just uh, force them with, uh, threaten them with bodily punishment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Thanks Good luck. Good luck, sweetheart. And don't Bye. forget, early and often. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Kind of a weak response here today. Never should have mentioned that Marlin game. 
Plus, of course, yesterday they got all the enthusiasm out of their system, right? Right. We're not going to be doing that again anytime soon. Get them all worked up and whipped up into a frenzy. What are we going to do? How are we going to get Howard Stern back? What are we going to do about all the shows that are going off the air? What are we going to do about the censorship? And they, yeah, and they, they put on a good act like they really cared. They were all whipped up. We got a lot of votes on the poll. And that was about it. And you'll see they're still going to be listening to big, uh, with that crap music they're playing and the MIB and whatever, MY100. And nothing's going to change. They had the opportunity to, uh, send a message. You know what I'm talking about? Like Joey Zaza sent a message. I don't think they're going to do it. WQAM, hello. Hey, where the white women at? WQAM, hello. <laughs> Bill. Yes, sir. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Great. You know, Neil, I don't care how much you, you bash Bush. I, I'm voting for Bush anyway. You know that? So, He's what doing a hell of a job. Yeah. Hell of a job of what? Uh, uh, keeping us away from terrorists. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. <laughs> The economy's up. The economy's up, right? Uh huh. What? Let me ask you a question, sir. Let me ask you a question. What time is your show on? Okay. Man, oh man, what are you talking about? Ever great comedy. Keeping us away from terrorists and the economy is up. It's we're smoking, baby. In fact, there is the answer for the previous lady that called. Whatever this guy's smoking, give it to those kids. And believe me, they'll be off there voting in La La Land. They'll be voting every hour on the hour. Wow. See, every time the good stuff come in, uh, nobody ever tells us about it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T, and Verizon Wireless line. WQM, hello. Hey, uh, Neil, this is Glenn Hill. How you doing? Yeah, how you doing, Glenn? Uh, not too good. I'm pushing up daisies. I know. WQM, hello. QAM, not there. WQM, hello. How you doing, Neil? Hey, okay. I, I think George looked pretty good in that pilot's uniform. I want to see him in like a mechanic's uniform or mm -hmm. maybe something else like a bullfighter, and I'll, and I'll mm -hmm. know who to vote for next. Well, he's got the he's got the bull part. I know that. Rodeo clown. Yeah. Rodeo clown. That's exactly what fits. We're all going to hell. <laughs> oh, this is better than I could have ever dreamed in my wildest anticipations, man. Well, I'll pay for information about the good well, stuff. By the way, 44% say the ads are appropriate. 54% say inappropriate using the 9-11 uh, stuff. Well, I'm going to do it because it was a defining moment in my right. registration. Uh-huh. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. Uh, for yes, the lady sir. who just called about motivating her three young... Uh, Go right ahead. One word, draft. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't think that that's the first order of priority for this cabal once that's it gets a good back idea. in is yeah. the draft, and that'd be very and the somewhat related for your poll. I really think you need to put General Clark on there as a running mate. Um. Uh, okay. Yeah, we can put him on there. Thank you, sir. Have a good okay. day. Okay. And you too. Bye bye. Well, that's a good idea. Mention D R A F T, and they'll say. That, of course, they're probably thinking talking about draft beer, but nevertheless, explain it to them. About all the, the military adventurism, this imperialistic administration we got right now that wants to uh, keep running all these adventures all around the world and keep, uh, you know, throwing away young people's lives. When we have the draft like we did back during Vietnam, then you see a whole different attitude among young people and they start screaming bloody murder. Because that's what's happened to over 500 of them. They've been bloody murdered. Not to mention, of course, the thousands who have been injured that we don't hear about. Should Martha Stewart go to jail? Look at that. 49 to 44 women say yes. 57 to 35 men say yes. Oh, man. Isn't it amazing how much men really hate women like poison? Some of them. Her. No, I'm, I'm just telling you. Well, she is a miserable bitch. There's no question about that. But then again, so is Screw Ann Winnick, our sales manager at QM. She, is there any doubt about it? No. No. She's a miserable bitch. 
So why is Hank in that meeting right now getting raked over the coals? I'm a homo? Leave our buddy to Humper alone, okay, Greg, you idiot? Hank's got more talent in his little finger than you got in your whole body. He's got more brains in his... Rectum. ...than you'll ever have. In that vacuous head of yours, Greg. 149 think that Kerry should pick John Edwards as his running mate. See, that? that's that's the easy answer. 431 votes. He's got all, more than a third. 149. Bob Graham, 81. Bill Clinton, 70. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 42. 9.7%. Nothing you can say to me is going to change my mind. Well, good luck to you. I don't care, period, 27. Hillary Clinton, 23. Dick Gebhardt, 18 for Dick. Bill Richardson, 9. Tom Brokaw, 7. Bill Nelson, 5. And General Clark, Wesley Clark, just went up there immediately because Eric is right on top of this today. And General Clark has got the big... Oh! He just went up there. He won Oklahoma. That begins with an... Oh! See? Maybe he could win Oregon. What other states begin with a... Oh! Can you think of any? Oahu. He might it's not a state, Oahu. But it's it's part of uh, Hawaii. He might uh, win in Ochapi. Yeah. That begins with a Okeechobee. Oh. Okeechobee would be good. Oh. Orlando. Oh. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Owasso, Michigan. Oh. Right. Onondaga, New York. Oh. <laughs> Onondaga, Michigan. Oh. Eleven thirteen at five sixty WQM. I'm telling you, the guy is right before the <laughs> said we're going to hell. You're right, but it'll be a lot of fun there. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are positively Incredible. zero closing costs. You pay zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, and zero discounted points. So get yourself that new unbeatable low interest rate at just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are only 334 bucks a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, all you pay is 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So call them today at that toll-free number. It's a brand-new number now, 1-866-395-LEND. Write it on your wrist. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move on to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property with the only one mortgage from Financial Group. Get yourself that new low-rate financing at just 1.25%. For details, call them today, toll-free, 1-866-395-LEND. That's the Financial Group at one 866 395-L-E-N-D. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rate subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. U-A-U-A-N. God. On the next Fear Factor, wholesome entertainment approved by the FCC seal of good White House keeping. We locked FCC Chairman Michael Powell in a room with nothing but a screen that flashes pictures of boobs. See this, Mike? This is a boob, Mikey. A boob. Stop it. Stop this filth or I'll find you. See this one? See this one here, Mikey? It's a bumper sticker for the fight against breast cancer. It will be away from me. Fuck you, little sissy. Here's my breast. Fear Factor with Michael Powell. Must-see TV for the minds of ignorant little babies. Brought to you by DirecTV. Now with over 200 channels of garbage and shit. 1118 at 560 WQM. So speaking of religious nuts, I'm in the airport in the, uh, you know, when you go on the international flights, there are like two uh, pro pro processes Okay. when you check in at the gate. First, they uh, put you through a, uh, you have an outer waiting area, and then when they're getting ready to board, about 20 minutes before they're actually going to board the plane, they have an inner waiting area where you sit after they check the passport and your boarding pass, etc. So this flight is just jam-packed, 400 people. 
and my luck, I'm sitting across from this uh, Schmatahed uh, family. Mm-hmm. Now the two guys, they're like, uh, you know, they're just guys talking about, you know, old. Uh, and the woman, she's got the full regalia on. She's got the whole outfit, you know, the burqa, the whole deal, and uh, right. So, and, and I, I don't want to say anything, but she looked like uh, a guy. I mean, her hands, she didn't have hair on her hands, but like the hands of a man, okay? I guess it's maybe like a, a Middle Eastern thing. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So she decided about 20 minutes before we're going to get on the flight that it was time to pray. Okay. And she's consulting with her um, two male, whatever the relationship was, uh, where she can find a place to do it. So she goes to the end of the uh, seats where there's like a, a clear area there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe four or five feet. Did she uh, roll out the carpet? Well, she didn't have a carpet. Uh, she didn't have a portable one with her, I guess. But now she's standing there and she's like, like that. Maybe speaking in tongues. Like they do in the Middle East? Well, I'll get to that. Don't push it now. All right, I'm not pushing nothing. Got to do these things right. And, of course, some of the passengers are getting a little bit uncomfortable, just kind of like the people on that American Airlines flight that, you know? Yeah, yeah. When the pilot came on and said, if you don't believe in Jesus, you're crazy. Hey, oh let's go have God. a good flight now, yeah. And she's blah, 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 and now she starts, of course, getting down on the floor, and she's like, uh, I, I tried not to watch as much of it as I could because it was making me a little oh, bit uncomfortable on. as well. I would have taken my camera phone and captured the moment. Oh, man. And, I, and, and, of course, being the heathen that I am, I'm thinking to myself, why didn't you do this before you assholes came to the airport? Why are you doing this here now? Because it wasn't prey time then. Why are you inflicting this on everybody now? What, the floor show? Come on. And think about all the things in the world about India and Pakistan, which both have the big bomb, by the way. You know, we got the Hindus and the Sikhs. Remember that kid that called in one day a year or so ago on the show? He said, I'm sick. And I said to him, hey, go see a doctor. It's a good idea. <laughs> Hindus and the Sikhs. You got the Protestants and the Catholics in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. You got the uh, the Jews and the uh, Muslims in the Middle East. And, of course, the Christians want their peace, too. Sure. Even uh, Meyer Lansky wants a little peace. I'm in Roth. Everywhere you look, that's what it's all about. You got the Shiites and the Sunnis. I mean, when you stop and think about this in the media, the media presents this as though it's some kind of a rational thing, you know? Right. As, as though somehow these people are different. Uh, well, they're different, all right, because they believe different fairy tales. Or they came from different, you know, parts of the country, whatever the hell the deal was. Pick your poison, that's what it's all about. So don't, don't give me a song to dance about the passion of the Christ and all this other, because all religion does is breed hate. That's what it is. It's a weapon to breed hate and to excuse intolerance against other people. And I'll say it again. The greatest contribution I could make is if I could get one person in this audience in all the years I've been on the air in South Florida. About 30, man. 28 years to abandon their, uh, to, to emancipate their brain and think about how ridiculous all this garbage is this, that they've been brainwashed with, that's quite an accomplishment. That shows you how difficult it is. They're always talking about, when back in the days when I did topical radio, which was really boring, but some of the shows I enjoyed a lot were the ones about uh, the religion, and we'd have these people on to discuss deprogramming young people from cults. Yeah. And my favorite question to these uh, experts always was, what what is a cult and what's a real religion? Right. And, of course, they had their standard answer. Well, you know, a real religion has got, uh, a cult has got a strong central figure. Oh, you mean like, like Jesus? Like the Pope? Yeah, like the Pope, well, any of these things. you know. And, and no matter what the answer was they would come back with, it, it was a one of those interchangeable answers that you mm-hmm. could put in anything, you know. Very sad. It's just that what separates Catholicism and all the Protestant cults and Judaism is that they're just better businessmen. And the Muslims, forget about it. They make you an offer yeah. you can't refuse. Not like the Christians ever did. 
Like, like I just said, I just got through with them. Don't be picking on them Christians again. Your buddy Pablo will be waiting for you outside the studio there at 1255, okay? Yeah. 23 past 11. I'm concerned about the hump around. <laughs> We're waiting for that, that decision from the big meeting between Greg Reed and the humper and Hank Goldberg, the brain trust, is meeting with the humper right now to try to straighten his act out. I thought I had him calm down a few years ago, but, uh, you know, every now and then you just, like you said, some people inspire one. Right. That, that's right. She sure did it to me even before I started on the air there the day I had a, uh, no, actually we were on the air. No, we weren't on the air. We were in, in that studio downstairs uh, preparing to be on there. Remember all the work that we did sure. in there? <laughs> and she comes down and she says, now how many uh, spots an hour did we agree to? And of course it was 14. Yeah, it was 16. 16. I said, no, it was 14. 16. And she she stormed out. And uh, made some kind of a crack, some kind of a nasty, miserable crack. There's only a screw and what it can do. And I, I, my blood was boiling. And I remember going up that elevator to the third floor and just chasing around to try to find where she was. And, of course, at that point, she decided to closet herself with Greg or somebody in a, in a meeting. And I was just muttering and mumbling to myself. Hadn't even started on the air yet on QAM. So I know all about what it is with that screw and bitch. And I'll say it again. Hank, instead of getting suspended, instead of getting a dressing down or even a dress, what is it, a dressing gown? An undressing gown. He should get an award for honesty, for having the balls to tell it like it is. And don't give me a song to dance about it. Uh, what do they call it, the unfriendly workplace, the hostile environment? Hostile work environment. Right. Because I can't think of too many more hostile work environments than QAM. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, especially when he's there early in the day. WQAM, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Black. WQAM, hello. Good morning. Yes, sir. I hope I'm in the queue for Neil. Speaking. Oh, great. We're hey, doing screenless Neil. this year because the Josh is under a lot of pressure. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Okay. Hey, look, you know, it's kind of like that old Tom Lehrer song, National Brotherhood Week. Uh -huh. you know? And, uh, you know, there's not much I can say other than I'm going to vote for Bush because I don't like him shaved. See ya. Mm -hmm. That was uh, pretty funny, wasn't it? Uh, I didn't get it. Could you explain it to me? No. Who should John Kerry pick for his running mate? John Edwards, 173. Bob Graham, 90. Bill Clinton, 80. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 48. 9.6%. I don't care, period. About 30, man. 30. Hillary's got 25, that bitch. Uh, Dick Gebhardt, 19. Bill Richardson, 12. General Wesley Clark, 11. Nice going, Pally. 11. Tom Brokaw's seven, and Bill Nelson got five out of an even 500 votes in just over an hour. ...of anti-anxiety medication. <laughs> it's a good thing. Did you see that Martha Stewart stuff they did on Saturday Night Live? That was great. No, I missed it somehow. It was a beautiful thing. Well, you, every, if you watch CNN, you'll see it like two, three times an hour. I... 26 past 11 at 560 WQM. Don't forget, we got the Marlins and the Mets from Port St. Lucie. Pre-game 1255. Thank the Lord. My... Oh, this is Sports Radio 560. Turns at four. I like Neil's poll. Oh, the white folks hate the black folks, and the black folks hate the white folks. To hate all but the right folks is an old established rule. But during National Brotherhood Week, 
National Brotherhood Week. Lena Horn and Sheriff Clark are dancing cheek to cheek. It's fun to eulogize the people you despise as long as you don't let them in your school. The poor folks hate the rich folks, and the rich folks hate the poor folks. All of my folks hate all of your folks. It's American as apple pie. But during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, New Yorkers love the Puerto Ricans cause it's very chic. Step up and shake the hand of someone you can't stand. You can tolerate him if you try. Protestants hate the Catholics, and the Catholics hate the Protestants, and the Hindus hate the Muslims, and everybody hates the Jews. But during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, it's national, everyone smile at one anotherhood week. Be nice to people who are inferior to you. It's only for a week, so have no fear. Be grateful that it doesn't last all year. Don't forget, man has any religion to control people's minds in their pocketbooks, not necessarily in that order. So Duff faxes me the good news. The Humper will be on the air at 4 today. Hey, stupid! Did he tell you about it? No. no. So in other words, he faxed this to me private. No, he your came back. in and handed the fax to me and then oh. left. Oh, I thought maybe he faxed it from, like, outside, like kind of a surprise, you know? So the Humper had his meet with Greg. They uh, had a meeting of the minds, which, of course, <laughs> when Greg is one of the participants, yeah. meeting of the minds may be a bit of an exaggeration. But nevertheless, they had their big meet, and uh, they aired everything out. And Screwan is uh, she's calm and cool and collected, and everything's fine, right? Roy! And that's good news. So the Humper returns from the American Airlines Arena for this afternoon. Then we got the Panther game here in Toronto at the ACC. 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 at game time. As the Panthers, uh, Schmidtkan, Valerie Burry, and Marcus Nilsson. And, uh, got nothing but draft picks for him, which I find just appalling and shocking. Aren't you, uh, amazed? No. Being the big hockey fan that you are? Now let's see. Aren't going anywhere, and hopefully we'll let them mature. Phoenix Coyotes got Derek Morris from the uh, Colorado Avalanche. 23 and a half, 24, so, uh, we're looking forward to seeing, uh, seeing them come together. Just before you leave, Michael. Well, I had a line for that, but I better not say it. Well, I didn't nope. want to. I, I think, Mike, you're right, Derek Morris. I... Oilers trade Tommy Saller in a sixth round draft pick to uh, the Avalanche for defenseman Tom Gilbert. Never heard of him. I better get off of that stuff because I'll start paying attention to it, and that's not a good idea. Ashcroft, uh, I, I misspoke. I was right about Hank's meeting. It, not only did it happen at 11, it's over with, and we got a good result. Nice going, Hopper. <laughs> now go outside and walk up and down. That do a few funny. paces and lose an ounce or two, please. Speaking of people's self, doctors attending Attorney General John Ashcroft found several troublesome gallstones and ordered surgery for the cabinet officer to prevent a recurrence of gallstone pancreatitis. I always said he had a lot of gall, didn't you think so? Especially no. when he was covering up the nude statues. Miserable bastard. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they scheduled surgery for noon today. Now the procedure initially will be done laparoscopically. That's how I had mine. You got like three little holes in your puppet, and they stick uh, the little cameras up in there and then the little snipper. But it says surgeons are prepared to switch to the more conventional open surgery if necessary, and it should take about two hours. He was diagnosed with severe acute case of pancreatitis, which can be life-threatening. All right. Attorney General Ascroft. All right. Especially among people with other medical problems. All right. And we certainly wish him uh, all the all right. best, don't we? Yeah, the best something.
casket. Don't say that about our attorney general now. That's uh, grotesque and disrespectful, man. That's pathetic, even if it is true. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQM, hello. Ladies and gentlemen. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Good morning. Yes, sir. I know you got a short day today, but I'm wondering if you got time. Is there any way you can tell, talk about, or maybe George, a little bit more about Josh's mother? What? <laughs> Josh's mother. She came up last week. Oh, Josh Cordes's mother? Yeah. yeah. Why, is there something we need to know? Because I don't know anything about this. No, no, we were just talking about moms, and Josh's came up, and uh, onward and upward. We uh, we got done. I see. We finished. Good. WQ, that was a shot at you, then. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I think George Bush and... Yeah, okay, great. Good luck to you. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, thank God you're back. Couldn't go through another week of... Okay, good. WQM, hello. Yes, I want to speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil, you've got a poll going with Clinton going as vice president with Kerry. Yes. Clinton cannot serve... Wrong. A second... No, Wrong. No, a second term as president, another term as president. What happens if something happened to Kerry... With Clinton being vice president, could he be appointed president again? Yes. Would he automatically become president he again? Can't, you can't be elected. He couldn't run right. for president more than twice, but he could uh, inherit the orifice, yes. He, oh, okay. That was my question, because yeah. I once asked you before if he could run a second time, you know, after he'd had a lapse of, of several terms to be president. You said, no, no he couldn't. So no. I was wondering if he could actually serve again if something had happened to Kerry. In fact, Kerry probably would have, like, extra, uh, you know, security. Right. Just right. in case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have a great day, true. Pally. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Let's get in 20 or 30,000 calls because there are a lot of people out there with lots to say today. And let's get them all on there before 12.55. I like it. This is my kind of a day, you know what? Short. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. So you were in Amsterdam. You ate my death at Amsterdam, huh? Yes, I did. Okay, listen, they're coming Twice. out with that uh, the movie for the book, Supersize Me. Yeah. About that guy they ate a month at McDonald's. Right. You heard about that? Oh, and guess what? Speaking of that, guess what movie I saw while I was there, which uh, I forget what channel it was on. Downsize This with Michael Moore was great. I'd never seen it. I've never heard of it. Downsize you know, This? One favor, though. When you go into the Marlins game, can you please play the Marlins song? What the hell is the Marlins song? It sounds like that baseball song. It's, it's similar to the one that says uh, the Afton Yankees, something like that. Oh, the Kraft. Okay, I, I got it. What is that? What was that called? I don't da, know, Freaking Marlins? Huh? We have so many. No, we don't. That's the one. Is that, that's it, yeah. That's it. The Freaking Yankees. That's all for Neil today. The Marlins have to play. Yeah, that's a good idea. What's it called? Marlins Baseball. Aye. An excellent idea, <clears throat> if I do say so myself. Let me recommend, by the way, a restaurant in Amsterdam. You ready for this? No, I mean, people ask me stupid questions all that. Where should I eat? Well, uh, there is one good restaurant in Amsterdam that I found. It's a Chinese restaurant. It's a Mandarin restaurant. It's upstairs. It's on the uh, Roken, which is the extension of the Damrak. Roken. And it's right across from all the construction Fortis Bank on Roken. And it's got a huge sign, Mandarin. And you go up a uh, flight of stairs and you go up inside. It's a gourmet Chinese restaurant. The food is outstanding. And they don't use MSG, and they don't load everything up with pepper like they do in the other Chinese restaurants there, and you won't have hemorrhoids for six months. It is fabulous. 
I don't know what the name of it is, but it just has a huge sign that says Mandarin. So anybody that's going to Amsterdam, you won't, I won't steer you wrong if you like chinks. And, of course, if you don't, a McDonald's is always safe. You know what you're going to get. And they have that cute pet rat that hangs out inside the kitchen, too. A McDonald's? Yeah. Mickey Rat. I don't know. I don't know if it has a name or not, but Mickey I've seen him twice, rat. and he's always running around real fast. 21 till noon at 560 WQM. If you're planning on replacing that carpeting because they look and maybe don't even smell all that great no more, or your area rugs or drapery, if you're thinking about having these things professionally cleaned, don't make a mistake. Don't trust them any fakers out there. The only thing to do is call my good friends at Dry Concepts because they're the best in the business at bringing carpeting of all kinds back to life. They've been doing it in my house for over 20 years, and they've been doing it in town for well over 20 years. Using Dry Concepts, certified trained technicians will clean your carpets like you dry clean your clothing. When they get done, your carpets will be vibrant and color soft to the touch. They'll smell lemony fresh. They'll be dry in a couple of hours, and when they uh, walk away, you'll think you had brand new laid right there on your floor. You can't beat them anywhere in the world. And don't forget... If you call today and uh, tell them to put you on their standby list, you can save an extra 15% off the already reasonable price of your next carpet cleaning with Dry Concepts. Don't forget another thing, too. They never rip you off. No tack-ons, no add-ons at the end of the job. They give you a written guaranteed price at the start of the job, and uh, they follow up on it. Here's the toll-free number to call, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071, or log on to their website, dryconcepts.com. Nobody in the world does it better than our good friends at Dry Concepts. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Our teams out of the presidential race. We are leaving one track, but we are going on another track. Now, Howard pursues his true passion. We're not dropping out. Howard Dean sings the classic rock hits. Forty-four, sixteen till noon. We got the Marlin pregame in just over an hour, man. We can't wait. Can you wait? I can't. Let's go now. I'm thinking about tomorrow's poll. I don't know what inspired me to do this. Well, I know what inspired me. That bit I just played of all the states. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, we never did this poll. What is the most obnoxious state? I don't know how to phrase it. You know what I mean? The most unlivable. The most. Uh, what state do you despise the most? As as far as what? As far as anything, just a, a grotesque place to visit or live where uh, you don't want to be there. Where would you like to, which state would you least like to live in? <laughs> well, I mean, Florida might be one, although we got some nice beaches and there's a right. few nice people around. About 30, man. Yeah. A few people who speak places. English. About 30, man. What? I've been to worse places. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I would I'll, definitely I'll go not for North for Dakota. Right. Or uh, South Carolina. They have beaches. Georgia. Beach, peaches, and beaches. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking. Well, we'll have a list of uh, 50. I can assure you that. <laughs> We're not leaving anything off. I'm thinking Indiana might get some votes. Indiana Ooh. wants you. Indiana wants me, and I'm not coming back to How Indiana, or even to Sturgis, Michigan. Michigan's a pretty good place. Ever been in Michigan? Yeah, sure. Not a bad place. Weather is horrendous, but right. weather's not everything, man. 
No. Weather ain't everything. Trust me when I tell you. You know what a nice place was? What's that? Seldom talked about. Madison, Wisconsin. Where Never the, been in Wisconsin in my the, life. The uh, Freedom from Religion Foundation is just a very nice, clean, uh, picturesque kind of little town. Right. Well, little city. Leaf sign defenseman Callie Johansson, by the way. I know you're concerned about that. All Very. this uh, heavy-duty stuff going on. Yep. Washington Bureau with some advice. Amy, good morning. Oh, I changed channel just in time. David Crosby, this is an old story from the weekend, and here it is Tuesday already, and then we never get around to this. Did you talk about this? You couldn't have because it was on Saturday. No. Famed rock and roller David Crosby was arrested early Saturday after a hotel maid found weapons and Mary Jawini in a suitcase he'd accidentally left behind during a short stay in midtown Manhattan. Weapons and Marijuana. Crosby, 62, already had checked out of the Doubletree Suites Hotel at 1568 Broadway, but returned around 1 o'clock in the morning to recover a piece of luggage he'd left behind, police said. After he left, however, a maid cleaning his room found the bag, and police were notified of its contents. A 45 caliber gun, three magazines of ammunition, a hunting knife, a folding knife, a pocket knife, and a small bag of weed with rolling papers, court officials said. Crosby called the hotel to say he left the, the bag in his room. That's always a smart thing to do. When he returned for it, police were waiting and charged him there with criminal possession of a weapon and criminal possession of marijuana. He was arraigned just before 1 o'clock Saturday in the state Supreme Court in Manhattan, where Justice Robert Strauss said bail at 3500 bucks, despite defense attorney Daniel Parker's request to waive bail and release the musician on his own recognizance. Crosby, who appeared tired in court, wore loose dark pants and a T-shirt reading, A man in his truck, it's a beautiful thing. He left via a side exit. Next scheduled to appear in court May 19. Parker would not comment. How do you like that? Poor David Crosby just can't stop, you know what? He just can't shut off the crap. It's like me, I can't shut off the fat. Same thing. Can't shut off the Ben and Jerry's ice cream, coffee, toffee, crunch. Oh, God. Chunky. Yeah. Police secretly watching hip-hop artists. Will you shut up? Speaking of that, although it's a good segue. Police secretly watching hip-hop artists in Miami. They're watching you. They're monitoring you. Miami and Miami Beach police are secretly watching and keeping dossiers on hip-hop celebrities like P. Diddy and DMX and their entourages when they come to South Florida. Move police say is to protect the stars and the public. Protect us from hip-hop, please. Officers say they photograph rappers as they arrived at MIA. They stake out hotels, nightclubs, and video shoots. They consult a six-inch thick black binder of every rapper and member of his or her group with an arrest record in the state of New York. The binder begins with a photo and rap sheet of Grammy-nominated rapper 50 Cent. 50 Cent. It ends with Ja Rule. Both men are embattled in one of the most bitter feuds in the hip-hop industry, one that Eminem 50 Cent's producer has warned in the song Bully could lead to bloodshed. Another one of them rapper feuds. East Coast rappers against the West Coast rappers. The policing effort of top entertainers, which hip-hop experts criticize as unnecessary stereotyping, was created, police say, to protect the public and musical celebrities who have chosen to make South Florida their destination to live and party. Like I said, who have chosen to make South Florida, and I can't even find the damn thing now. How do you like that? Party. Yeah. Can you believe he's dead? Yeah, I was just thinking about that earlier. Wow. How psychic you are. Don Cox is dead. He's sleeping wow. with the fishes, man. I can't. I just can't believe that. That's heavy. Hey, can we interrupt just briefly because I'm trying to get a message to this guy in New York. Who a message to what guy? The guy that is always faxing books. He's a good guy. I'm sure he's listening he to He means York. well. He's got good intentions. But, but all day long he faxes 10 freaking 20-page faxes. Just fax. About 30, man. First page if you're going to fax it all or don't. All day long. Mm. From this guy. 
Yes, leave us alone already, will you, pal? Your attentions are good, but to bug off. First of all, pissed, pissed off and fired up in New York. We can't read your fax machine for some reason. It, it Assistant Miami problem. Beach Police Chief Charles Press says we have to keep an eye on these rivalries. The last thing we need in this city is violence. <laughs> we want to have no violence in South Florida. Government agencies keeping tabs on musicians is not new. The Nixon administration investigated former Beatle John Lennon in the 1970s, tried to have him deported. The band Body Count, led by rapper Ice-T, got the attention of police nationally in the early 90s with the song Cop Killer, but those cases involved individual artists or groups not monitoring across a musical genre. There's been no shortage of rock stars and other musicians scrutinized by police and Anthony DeCurtis, contributing editor at Rolling Stone, but there's never been anything like this. Well, look at the times in which we live. You see what I'm saying? Speaking of John Ascroft. Several music executives and legal scholars say the intelligence gathering highlights the misunderstanding between the police and a $10 billion industry. The police, they contend, have used the slayings of high-profile artists like Tupac, the notorious B.I.G., and Run DMC's Jam Master J to justify tracking many in the industry. I mean, they're not all scumbags, are they? I don't know them all. Oh. Some people see gangs and hip-hop artists as being synonymous, said Benjamin Chavez, president and chief executive officer of the Hip Hop Summit Action Network. Oh, man, a government watchdog and voter <laughs> registration group. Yeah, the Hip Hop Summit Action Network. Right That's a mistake. He said the recording industry is a legitimate American enterprise, not a gang. Uh. Said attorney Bruce Rogo, this kind of conduct shows insensitivity to constitutional limitations. It also implicates racial stereotyping. Rogo successfully represented two live crew when the rap group was prosecuted for obscenity in the early 90s. And you want to know why they were uh, prosecuted in the early 90s? Why? Oh, oh, that's forgot. Because they so dirty, man. They so dirty. Sheriff Navarro. Speaking of obscenities, here's a fact that says the Rick Sanchez show is still on the air, but you can tell they're dying over there. Mostly they're doing plenty of vacation giveaways and prizes by watching the shows to get the secret word or phrase. So even if the show is puke-inducing, the stay-at-home numbnuts will watch in hopes of winning something. Besides, it's good comedy as they wait for Oprah. Side note. Wow. Phil Henry's show is being bleeped left and right, and they don't play him uh, live anymore. It's mostly reruns with all the bleeps of the previous day with stuff cut out or bleeped. How do you like that? Are you... He's okay. so dirty. says, I hope he's still loving uh, licking the Bushmeister after what he and his people are doing. Well, that's what happens. Just like Howard, same thing. Sucked up to the Bushmeister for a long time. Didn't do any good. Soon as he had changed his tune a little bit, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Sternmeister. By the way, something. Yes? Hank says thank you, and he loves you. Glad everything worked out, Hank. Now, Hank is great. Hank is legendary. Hank doesn't have to prove it. And then what really I resent bitterly, and I mean this. Bitterly? You remember when we before we started and Hank had that run in there? Well, the first suspension. See? Which I'm, I don't do suspensions. I mean, if you don't want to pay me, then uh, we'll see in court. I, I don't, I don't play that game. In the middle of that suspension. That's right. I'll, I'm there, and if you don't want to let me on the air, then we'll, we'll go to court. I'm not having any meetings. <laughs> but that first thing, which was a total lie, and Tom Jicka exposed Greg Reed for the liar that he was in the newspaper at that time, uh, the, the business about, well, he picked on Wayne Huizenga and the food in the press box, that had nothing to do with it. It was all again about Screw Ann and Phyllis, the uh, water Nazi, two of Greg's bunk butt buddies there at the station for many, many years. And that's what it was all about. He, he didn't treat them nice. And so he got suspended without pay, and had to go through all kind of crap. And I remember in those days, Greg rattling his spear, and, oh, I don't know if I want to have Hank on our staff, all that other crap. Well, since those days, largely thanks to me and my telling Hank, take the check to the bank. Hank, listen, you're listening. Take the money to the bank, sweetheart, please. 
Ignore morons like Greg Reed and screw in that bitch. Just take the money straight to the bank. Tomorrow's payday. Put a smile on your big fat puss and quit eating so much. So now here we have the same thing all over again based on the guise of, well, it's a hostile work environment that he's making these comments uh, in the hallway. Well, big stinking deal. Okay, grow up. Grow up, Greg. Now, what is this thing about a woodpecker here? Is this too clean? Uh, uh, no, Julian Durrell, I'm not reading that. I saw that word woodpecker, and that's the end for me. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going there, as they like to say. Don't even go there. Girl, which I hate that expression. But guess what? I'm not going there. Just like you said about uh, South Carolina, I'm not going there. No. North Dakota, I'm not going there. I wish I didn't have to pass through there. Woody the woodpecker, not going there. Let's see. Studio script notes on the passion dictated to Steve Martin. Is this amusing or not? Uh, it's cute. It's going around. Dear Mel, we love, love the script. The ending works great. You're going to be getting a call from us to start negotiations for the book rights. Written to Mel Gibson, of course. Love the Jesus character. So likable. I don't want to read this. It's just, uh, you yeah, know, it's cute. I don't want to do it because it will get Pablo all upset again, you know? He's probably uh, impaling himself on something sharp right now. Or maybe on something else, I'm sure. And that could be it. So the police are secretly watching the hip-hop artists in uh, South Florida there. So keep your, uh, just govern yourselves accordingly. That's all I can tell you. I feel better now. Good. Yeah, now you'll be in a good place where you can be safe. Who should John Kerry pick as his running mate? That's our poll question. By the way, don't miss Carrie Otis. She's our uh, sunshine girl today. We Behind won't miss Carrie Otis. Behind the beaded curtain. Uh, John Edwards, 212, ought to be the running mate. And, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that, although I don't see uh, the great political strategy there. I don't see what the big gain is. Do you? With John Edwards? Right. A New England uh, kind of guy with a hick for the balance ticket. But what's what states in the South is John Edwards going to help John Kerry win? If there are swing voters in the South, that's the idea. Yeah. Well, then didn't Al Gore win Florida yeah. last time? Right. He did. I mean, they stole it, but he well, won it. Nevertheless. In other words, he'll swing more votes in that direction than, say, Joe Lieberman. But, you, but you're missing the point. Well, we're not talking about Joe Lieberman. He's not even on the list. We're talking about somebody who might win him some states, who might win him the election by having him on a ticket. I don't see where John Edwards fits that bill. I don't care if he's got 90% of these votes because it was predictable from the beginning when we started taking a poll. They'd say, oh, John Edwards, because that's what they're supposed to say they think. You know, yeah, I voted for Graham on the poll. I'm just talking about uh, what they're saying. I voted for Bubba myself. Yeah, it ain't going to happen, but sure. Well, well Sounds great. That's the uh, ideal idea. 610 votes, 610. Oh, my God. You know what 610 is, don't you? Holy <laughs> moly, 610. W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. That's another cheap channel station. Now, the one good piece of news is that I don't see a lot of crossover between Lardass Limbaugh, that pill-popping, phony, hypocrite, right-wing asshole. I don't see a lot of crossover between him and Howard Stern. So I don't think that the uh, people who listen to Howard who are pissed off at Clear Channel, they're going to have to give up anything that they like, like Rush or uh, the Schmidtmeister, any of that crap, because they don't listen to that stuff anyway. Right? Right. 610 votes. Edwards, 213. Graham, 104. Good old BDI Bobby. Bill Clinton, 100. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 58. 9.5%. Pretty weak. Hillary, 34. I don't care. Period, 34. No matter what you say. Dick Ebhardt's got 20. General Wesley Clark, 20. Bill Richardson, 13. Tom Brokaw's got 8. And Bill Nelson, and I like that name, has got 6. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. This is Dick Cheney. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. <laughs> From the makers of the Passion of the Christ comes... 
Passion of the Christ on ice. All the violence of the movie you loved, but with a triple axle crucifixion. See columns of graceful Roman soldiers whipping and weaving around a magnificent Messiah. New York Times reports these skaters really nailed this one. And USA Today says jumping Jesus, Christ on ice is cold-blooded fun. Bring the kids to witness and savior each moment they cross. The grace, the glory, and the suffering of Christ on ice. Audience members may experience nausea, dizziness, death, or resurrection. I told you it's going to be a good day tonight. Yeah, it's a great day. Judge upholds the death sentence for uh, John Muhammad. He's going to get off in uh, October, and tomorrow Lee Boyd Malvo gets. Uh, he's going to get his. He's going to get sentenced tomorrow. So that's some excellent news. We got the Marlins and the Mets coming up from Port St. Lucie at 12:55 this afternoon. So that's even better news because we get out of here early. And I know the Marlin fans are just hanging on on the edge of their seats, waiting for every pitch by the coma-inducing Dave. Van Boring. Well, that's really, uh, that's criminal. That's pathetic. Wait till you hear this. President Bush's chief political advisor, Karl Rove, told the FBI in an interview last October that he circulated and discussed damaging information regarding CIA operative Valerie Plame with others in the White House, outside political consultants and journalists, according to a government official and an attorney familiar with the ongoing special counsel's investigation of the matter. But Rove also adamantly insisted to the FBI that he was not the administration official who leaked the information that Plame was a covert CIA operative to conservative communist Robert Novak last July. Rather, Rove insisted he'd only circulated information about Plame after it appeared in Novak's column. He also told the FBI, the same sources said, that circulating the information was a legitimate means to counter what he claimed was politically motivated criticism of the Bush administration by Plame's husband, former Ambassador Joseph Wilson. See, one thing you folks have to understand, you better get it right now. Get, write it down on your arm like in memento, okay? We do not criticize the government. No. Got it? We have days. That's right. The U.S., you don't uh, criticize the government. You don't criticize El Presidente, the Vice President. You don't criticize the uh, Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of the Interior, the Exterior, the Posterior. None of these things. Rectum. Got it? And you certainly don't criticize Condoleezza, the National Security Advisor. That's right. Don't even think about it. Oh, too late. I thought about it. Well, you're done. Oh, Ashcroft surgery is now underway, and they're showing the, uh, look at that, they're showing the laparoscopic where they stick it. They're going to stick it to him. Little hole in the abdomen, in your belly. We go in with what looks like a periscope, and they put a little bag around the gall. They got a little panicky there because they discovered the hole in Ashcroft's head, and they thought, gee, did we drill in the wrong place? Rectum. And that one, too. Big one. Did they find his black heart? Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the 8, his black part. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. So the surgery's underway. Oh, oh I certainly hope it's over successfully. And he has several good bowel movements <laughs> later in the day so we can read about it in the papers like Eisenhower. Look at that phone, man. Is this pathetic or what? WQAM. Joey D. Yeah, okay. Joey D. and the Starlighters and Jay, uh, Jay and the Americans. Good. Good for you. That's it. That's the end of our calls today. I'm telling you, these days when we have Marlins baseball, it's a mixed bag. On the one hand, it's a real blessing to get out of here early. On the other hand, man, they start diving away from that radio dial, just in case they might hear a pitch. WQM, hello. Hello. That's the end of our calls today. I'm telling you, these days when we have Marlins. Yeah, turn it up a little louder, sir. We can do the time tunnel. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hey, you suck, pal. Okay, thank you. Newsflash. Yeah. 
That's the real bulletin. Another one of your people, by the way. That was probably, uh, what's his name? What's his name, Pablo? Pablo's boy. No, it was probably Pablo's boyfriend. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay. Listen, I'm pissed off about the FCC going back to yesterday's discussion. Yes. I am pissed off. I want you to know that. Another thing is, I'm praying that Ashcroft dies in surgery right now. Okay, well, it's going on right now, so we'll uh, give you a play-by-play. -play. We'll let you know how it all comes out. Five six seven. He's got, he's got his John Ascroft voodoo doll. He's probably sticking a pin right in it. Right as we speak now. The unctuous attorney general, man, just just in a disgrace. A man who's covering up boobies on statues. A man from the Stone Age. Wow. He makes fundamentalist Christians look like uh, Ted Kennedy, like raving liberals. That's how far to the right he is. Your attorney general at work. WQM. Hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm also uh, pretty pissed off about the FCC, too. And what's really amazing is that the, the FCC got the largest amount of public input regarding the uh, the uh, media mergers, you know, and the expansion of uh, the networks. Yeah. They got, what was it, 19 million public That's right, and they, and they still don't care. They still, because they're in bed with Viacom and with, uh, with Cheap Channel, they don't give a crap. Yeah, but point oh one. Of one percent of the population is upset about uh, Janet Jackson's boob, and uh, right. we've got like a major investigation. But the other thing that I really wanted to talk about is this religion and wars thing that you were talking about a little while ago. And, oh my uh, God! Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the United States is the country. If you read uh, this, the Big No Brzezinski book called The Afghan Trap. He discusses on there how under the Carter administration and after the Carter administration too, they were funding the Mujahideen and Bin Laden you know, to uprise against uh, the communism. Right. And, uh, you know, it's a, you can say this about Pakistan and its rise to power and all of their... Why are you, why are you going through all of this? You're, you're wearing me out. Uh, your, your intentions are good, but we know all of this. Saddam was our man, and Osama well, uh, was our man because he was fighting okay. the Ruskies, the communists, and uh, Baby Doc was our man, and Papa Doc before him was our man, and Aristide was our man. Yep. And, uh, you know, when you support dictators, that's uh, what, what happens all over the world. And then they will fear you. And they will hate you like poison. That's what's happened to America today. We're despised, reviled all around the world. Not so much as individual people, but the American government. Now they fear us like crazy. They're peeing in a good pants. way either. No, in a bad way. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I was just wondering, you think uh, John Ashcroft is making the doctors operate while he has his pajamas on? Last I heard, you had to be nude. When you had an operation. <laughs> Have a good day, buddy. Something to think about. Okay. You think he's wearing his PJs? Doesn't, don't you get one of those gowns that are open? Oh, he ain't going to be wearing no gown. That's not a manly thing for a guy like our attorney general to be wearing some kind of a gown. Well, maybe he can wear it backwards. Oh, brother. With a flap in front. Ash backward. Oh, can't say that. Ash. Backward. Sorry. Ash, Ash backwards. backwards. Right. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. A great day at QAM. Oh! The Humper survives another attempt by Greg Reed to undermine his show. Oh! Just screw him, Hank. Just stick it to him. Take that money right to the bank. Just laugh all the way. And don't stop at any drive throughs either uh, on the way to the bank, please. That's the only thing I'm worried about. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? Well, I'm saying that there's a lot of, uh, you know, every street corner. There's another uh, Mickey D's and there's Wendy's and there's... Uh, oh, I see. Popeyes and all of these things. So just making, in fact, uh, now that they have these uh, newfangled cars that have the, um, what the hell do they call them? Wheels. 
Yeah, steering wheels. No, they have the uh, the radar stuff where you can uh, find, uh, you know, the oh, locator. The, uh, the, like the GPS uh, right. the navigation right. system. Yeah. Exactly, very good. Oh, Josh is there? <laughs> and, 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 no, around. seriously, when they have that kind of a stuff, what you ought to be able to do is like set it automatic and go like wherever you were going to the bank with, with no ability to stop in between other than when you have to stop for traffic, but no ability to make any pit stops. See what I'm saying? And where the door's locked so you can't jump out. Right, and... that's right. And the window's locked too so you can't roll the window down and, uh, you know, get that sack handed uh, through the window. That big fat sack. Oh, speaking of sack, there's George Tennant. And what I did or what I didn't do. Except... Yeah. Sure, tell us another story, George. Who should John Kerry pick for his running mate, we asked on neilrogers.com today. 660 votes, that ain't too shabby. John Edwards, 227. Bobby Graham, 114. Bill Clinton, 110. We want Bubba back. I don't care, I'm for Bush, 62, 9.3% of people who just absolutely refuse to be swayed by the truth. I don't care, period, 36. Hillary, 34. Wesley Clark, 26. Dick Gebhardt, 21 people left for Dick. Bill Richardson, 14. Tom Brokaw, 10. And poor Bill Nelson's only got six. Cease. He's only got six votes out of 660. That ain't too good, is it? Yeah. And you want to know why? Because well, nobody knows who that is. Nobody knows who that is. If so, you went out on the corner of 441 and Ivesbury Road right now and you found anybody who spoke English and you said, uh, you know who Bill Nelson is? And they'd say, okay. <laughs> they'd look at you with that strange look. Or if you went on the other side of the street and asked that question, they might say, Yeah, man. Just before you make your deal. WQM, hello. Oh, hi. Uh, yes, sir. Speak to Neil? Speaking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Holy cow, I didn't think I gave you so quick. I turned the radio down. How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. The miracle of modern science. Oh, what a show. And the price is right. Let me say it again. The price is right. Everybody is everybody in South Florida is sitting around their radio. They're, you know, diddling with that radio dial, diddling with each other, listening to this show. I don't care what Arbitron says. I don't care what Bill Tanner says. That silly lady. I don't care what the hell she's screaming. Oh, the Spanish language stations, we're not getting enough credit. Yeah, right. Your mama. That's my comment to you. Your mama. Miss Tanner. See that? That? That's a mistake, is Miss Tanner, right there, right off the bat. That's our first mistake. But keep in mind, it is the Pepper Tanner building. 5670560, oh, look at that. We got 177 delegates in uh, Florida, 195, 465 up for grabs today, of which Kerry will get, what, about 450? Something like that. Why are they even wasting their time with this? In fact, it's a good idea, and I know not too many people will vote in Florida because the, the uh, die is already cashed, but for practice, right? Yeah. On the new touch screen machines, go out there and touch it a little bit how while does, you still can. How does this machine wait? Right. Go out there and uh, play a little bit of And why do you, you also it? can do do some practicing for November when a lot of you are going to be voting three, four, five times with these old codgers, these old cockers that are running the uh, polling places on uh, doing a little bait and switch, bring your bag of disguises, stuff like that. If your you think fake they don't know IDs, how to run the ATM. All of these things. Twelve minutes past noon at 5.60 QM. we got the Marlins and the Mets coming, and all I can say is, Oi. thank God. Hallelujah. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Bush hates gays. Bush hates gays. Yes. See how he'll pass. A gay amendment ban. Uh -huh. To San Francisco they go to become a married home. Always disgusted unless you're a hetero. Because Bush hates gays. 
They say our love is taboo. That what we're doing is wrong. But I don't care what they say. Cause my love is so strong. They tell us we should be ashamed. We're not husband and wife. But I cherish each moment with you. I'm so glad you're in my life. You're my prison bitch, my prison bitch. You're not like other men. I'm glad we share a prison cell when lights go out at ten. I can't escape the way I feel. Now that would be a crime. As long as I am doing you, I don't mind doing time. Cause you're my prison bitch, my prison bitch, and I have no regrets. I got you for a candy bar and a pack of cigarettes. At first you were resistant, but now you are my friend. I knew that I would get you in the end. Prison bitch, prison bitch. I guess that you were sent from up above. Do it again. Huh? <laughs> Do 
21 past noon at 560 WQM, the land of the used to be free and the used to be uh, brave and used to have uh, all kinds of freedoms, not no more. No more freedoms, baby. But the good news is D.C. snapper Killer Mohammed sentenced to death. All right. We like that a lot. John Allen Mohammed was sentenced to death today for his role in these sniper shootings that terrorized the Washington area. Circuit Judge Leroy Mullet Jr. turned aside a plea for Mohammed's attorneys to spare their client's life. He ordered Mohammed executed October 14, but that date likely to be postponed to allow appeals. See, that's what bugs me, all these appeals on and on. Just like Bundy. How many years did they appeal that thing? About 30, man. Until he finally fried his nasty ass. God. Mohammed denied any, this is the best part. He denied any of the involvement in the killings Tuesday, telling the judge, don't make a fool of the Constitution of the United States of America. Just like I said in the beginning, I had nothing to do with this, and I'll say it again, I had nothing to do with this. Right. <laughs> right. Say it again. I had nothing to do with it. Okay. Keep saying it. Are you sure? Here's a fax from Mike, who's obviously been uh, hanging out under the bed too long, and I don't blame him for being a little bit uh, scared. He says, I've gone to a bunch of websites. I can't find John Kerry's middle name. Could we have another JFK? Isn't his name Francis? Fredo. Seriously, is his name Francis? I don't know. Well, it is JFK. We do know that. But yes. I had, uh, he says, do we have another JFK? No. The initials are JFK, but do we have another JFK? No. No. No chain. Not even close. I don't want to pee on his parade, but, uh, you know, he ain't no JFK. California lawmakers propose lowering the voting age to 14. <laughs> All right. What a joke. But you made a good point before the show when I told you about this story, and that is that the kids, they like Arnold big time. Yeah. So he could have like 90% of the vote next time. And, of course, we'll pass that amendment in Congress and uh, make him eligible to run for president, and we can have eight years of Arnold as president. Millions of California teenagers have become the nation's first to vote under a proposed constitutional amendment introduced yesterday by a 71-year-old state senator. Senator John Vasconcelos, Democrat of Santa Clara, proposed the idea alongside three other lawmakers, saying the Internet, cell phones, multi-channel TV, and a diverse society make today's teens better informed than generations of their predecessors. Right. So I guess they can figure out who they're going to vote for on all them porno sites, right? That's how I do it. Behind the beaded uh, rope. Coming on the heels of an expected record low turnout among adults in the March 2nd election, Vasconcelos would give 16-year-olds March 2nd election. Well, what does that mean? Isn't today March 9th, last time I checked? Yeah. Oh, I, I see, on the heels of uh, what last week. Vasconcelos would give 16-year-olds a half a vote and 14-year-olds a quarter of a vote in state elections beginning in 2006. You got that? Got if it. you're 16, you get a half a vote. If you're 14, a quarter a vote. And if you're 15, I guess you get like, uh, uh, what's between a quarter and a half? Three-eighths? Okay. Yeah. Two-thirds. The idea formerly called training wheels for citizenship first requires two-thirds approval. See, there you go. By the legislature to appear on this November's ballot. California's suggestion comes 33 years after the U.S. lowered its voting age from 21 to 18 amid a fledgling youth movement in the U.S. and other nations to lower the voting age. Supporters say Israel allows 17-year-olds to vote in local elections, while Austria and Germany allow 16-year-olds to vote in some local elections. A bill in California letting 17-year-olds vote in primary elections when they will be 18 years old for the general election is languished. People who are given opportunity when it counts uh, often live up to it, says Vasconcelos, flanked by nearly 40 teenagers from across the state. Right. A Republican colleague called it the nuttiest idea I've ever heard. Said Assemblyman Ray Haynes, Republican of Murrieta, there's a good reason why 14- and 16-year-olds don't vote. They're not adults. They're not mature enough. And here comes my favorite line of the whole year. They're easily deceived by political charlatans. <laughs> well, 
Not, not like the adults. Right. Not like any of them adults, but I still say it's a stupid idea, okay? Just cut the crap. That's like ten-year-olds vote. What do you say? We'll give them like a tenth of a vote, and then when they get to be twelve, we'll give them like eight, eight tenths, right? Right. Zion America, baby. That's all I can tell you. It's insanity, mass madness, lunacy. This is your Congress hard at work. This is the state legislators hard at work in California, as if they don't have bigger fish to fry. Twenty-six past noon at five sixty WQM. How's your New Year's resolution going? It's already the ninth of March, like I said only moments ago, and you're still fat. Just like every year? Well, it's just darn tough to stick to that old diet regimen for most people like me. With Balance for Life, they make it easy, not hard. Balance for Life is the premier meal delivery service based on the Zone Diet. And they deliver right to your door three meals and two delicious snacks every day right to your doorstep. And we're talking about fresh, delicious food. Nothing frozen, nothing prefabricated, no chemicals. So with all that good food, how can you say you're really on a diet? Try the real meal service that delivers results based on the Zone Diet. And don't settle for imitations. Imagine there's no shopping, no cooking, no cleaning, no culling. What did it say in that other spy yesterday? No shilling. No shilling, no cooties, something like that, like Troy Stratford said. People are losing an average of 12 to 18 pounds a month with Balance for Life. The Zone Diet's been proven to lower diabetes, high cholesterol, and blood pressure, too. And now, if you ever wanted to try the South Beach Diet, here's your chance, because Balance for Life is the closest thing you'll ever find. Because Balance for Life is the only meal delivery company that's your offer that offers you menu choices that allow you to go from phase one to phase three of the South Beach diet. The only choice you have to make is filling out that menu once a week and they do all the cooking, all the preparing, and they make it a piece of cake without the calories. So feel the difference and see the results on the scale almost overnight. Call them tool free at their new number right now, 1-866-225-4543. That's 1-866-225-4543. And when you call, be sure to mention our good friend Troy which uh, the less said the better. Or check them out on the web at balanceforlife.com. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Up here in a taxi cab, I said, driver, Central Park. He looked at me so quizzically, I could tell she was in the dark. So I acted out my park charade, and with my arms, the trees I made. Cause nobody speaks English anymore. <laughs> I went down to Miami Beach where the weather is nice and sunny. I walk into a liquor store, but the guy there talks real funny. I ask him for a pint of whole Jim Beam. He says, no, Tienda, what does that mean? Nobody speaks English. Anymore. At the corner deli. Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, smelly. Or you can go back to Iran. I came here many years ago. Learned my ABCs. I don't say muchas gracias, I say pretty please. So get yourself to a classroom quick, you're in America now, stop making me sick. Nobody speaks English anymore. Here's a fabulous uh, uh, fake uh, crank facts from Boca. Dear Mr. Roger, this letter is to let you know this is the final straw. I heard your shows many times, and it becomes apparent you develop your on-air persona into something that seems very angry and negative toward the neighborhood you were broadcast to. <laughs> Back in the days, you seemed more personable. It was upbeat then, with topics and local updates of Speed Trap. 
Everyone was happy and we have good times. Maybe you bring back your old Birdman or Lightning Round. We was happy and made me smile like a child. Stop relying on right wings that are out. This is a past that won't return. Stop George from talking. This seems to upset you. Without changes, <laughs> I, without changes, I won't listen. Long time listener, also misspelled like everything else in this. Tanta Rose. Coxahoyce Rose. Boy. Yeah, have a, have a good one for us. Wow. Actually, that was from Mike in Boca at Mike L. Gallant Gifts. Yeah. yeah. Phone number. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Got the fax number. Yeah, it's just a joke, Mike. Don't be sending us no more phony crank uh, faxes, okay? With all kinds of misspellings. We got the Marlins and the Mets exhibition baseball. Any interest? No. They don't care. 1255, it's coming whether you like it or not. So be prepared. Put your hand right on that knob now. Be prepared to twist it fast. Who should John Kerry pick for his running mate? That's our poll question today. 731 votes. Not too bad. John Edwards, 254. Bob Graham, 127. That's exactly a double, isn't it? Last time I checked. Okay. Uh, like I said, Edwards, 255. Graham, 128. Bill Clinton, 123. I don't care. I'm for Bush, 67. 9.1%. Pretty weak. Pretty paltry, Bushmeister. I don't care, period, 40. Hillary, 37. General Wesley Clark, 32. Dick Ebhart, 22. Bill Richardson, 14. Tom Brokaw, 11. And poor Bill Nelson is still sucking wind there in last place. He's only got six. Man, that is pretty weak, ain't it? Six out of uh, 700 and some odd. WQAM, hello. Um, WQAM, hello. Hi. Yeah, bye. WQAM, hello. Hello, Jill. I'm a yeah. black man who's pissed off and fired up. I hate right. me some George Bush. Yeah. That's it. I guess that was it. I was just waiting for maybe like a little quick follow-up. 5670560. Come on, you only got about 15 minutes to go here till ball game time. I know you folks can do it, man. Come up with the great A stuff. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, I just put my ears on, so you might have already gone over this, but I heard from some very inside sources in the FCC that them fines are going to be suspended till after the election. How is that possible? Well, I heard the 12 fines you were talking about that were yeah. going to be put out coming this down, week. Coming down this week, right. Right, are not going to be coming down until after the election because they uh, don't want anybody looking like a martyr. I listened to the Stern show on uh, Hold this morning. Yeah. And that's what he started the show with, that he's got two very good inside sources inside the FCC. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they don't want the people they're finding, of course, are anti-Bush, you know, looking like martyrs. Well, that's excellent news. That, that's great. Yeah, you know, I figured you'd want to hear that. That's the only reason so I called. All, all, all the more reason to uh, kick Bush out in November. Excellent. Oh, I'm going to vote right now, but uh, no Bush in my White House and no Bush on my women. All right. Adios. See ya. Dump that. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Marlin. Oh, we didn't do that test this morning. Let's do that tomorrow. Okay. While Joe was in. Oh, seriously, we have to do that. All right. I keep telling Duff about that, and he's like, like that. And, of course, Clarence, he's busy with sports, with uh, ball games, you know, with all kinds of odd-shaped balls. So that would be interesting. Good news if that happens to be true that they're going to. But I, I don't know. I'm a little bit dubious about that because Howard seems to be singing a different tune every day now. Well, last Friday was going to be maybe his last day on the air, and his days are numbered. And the fines. And Kid Curry told you the fines are coming down this week. That's what he said. And now, evidently, uh, at least according to this last uh, caller, 
fines may be held off until after the election. That wouldn't be too obvious, would it? Yes. Oh. WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Long time listener. Uh, I really like Bush a lot, though. I'm a Bush man. Yeah. And? That's it. That's it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing, sir? Okay. Can you, can you, can I make a request, please? Maybe. It's real short. On Friday, George played, um, the whooping of Jesus with a Howard Dean drop. Can you do that, please? Yeah, sure, no problem, no problem. <laughs> what is that man talking about? Our little passion play, it was just a thing. Yeah. There you go, that's it, that was it. That's enough. Wow, 5670560, oh, pound 560, keep them coming, baby, they're getting better by the second on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Marlins in the Mets at 1255, after the baseball game, you got the humper is back, thank the Lord. Oh, nice going, Hank. Hey, stupid. At the American Airlines Arena from 4 to 7, you got the Panther preview at 7, 7.30. The Panthers at the American, uh, whatever it is, the Air Canada Center to play the Leafs, 7.30 tonight. And then after the game, you got Eddie K. Joe and Mark Overnight. That's our agenda, our schedule. We have our homosexual agenda for you. Speak for yourself. WQM, hello. Not there on line 9. QAM, hello. Uh, hey. Yes, sir. Uh, forgive me, Neil, for I have sinned. Yeah. Yeah, hey, listen, I had an idea for a billboard for you. Okay, good. WQM, hello. Hey, I just voted for John Kerry. And Congratulations to you, sir. <laughs> and I, I just want everybody to watch out for the October surprise, uh, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. um, they probably have been lied in the can already, and if they don't, watch out. It could be something really nasty. No, they just got some tall, skinny guy that, uh, that, that hasn't been shaving very much lately. They'll whip him out. <laughs> good luck to you, Pally. Have a good day. 5670560, oh, don't forget the Florida primary today. Be sure and vote. 20, 30 times just to be, you know, get good practice for November. The Bushmeisters got only 8.9%, 67 on our poll. I don't care, I'm from Bush. 8.9%, 67. How do you like that, huh? All right. Maybe that actually means something, you think? Could be. WQM, hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? First time I'm calling, Neil. Why don't okay. you put Jesse Jackson there and see what the spin brings around? Okay, <laughs> we'll see what it brings around. Okay, I think maybe you're. Rectum. Yeah. Wow, Jesse Jackson, he running? No, no. Woo, heavy duty. Maybe his love child can be like the. Uh, she can uh, be running. The little lady vice president. What do you Run, think? Running what? Drugs. Numbers. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I think it's a racial thing myself. WQAM, hello. Pork wet rule. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hello. Yes, sir. We have to legalize the marijuana, man. Yeah. That'll take care of all the problems. That'll take care of all the problems in Washington, D.C., man. Yeah, man. And uh, everywhere, all over the yeah, world. Yeah, man. Right. Okay. Good luck to you, man. Yeah, man. George has got some really good crap for you if you come by the station about 1 o'clock. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I'm looking for it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. What happened to the good deals you used to make out there, right next to uh, Chuck's on the corner there, four forty one Knives Dairy Road? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Right by that barber shop. WQAM. Hello. Yeah. Hey, out for Bush, but it's a big green leafy kind, you know. Okay. Good. WQAM. Hello. <laughs> Neil. Yes, sir. Happy springtime, Neil. And back to you, almost. Hey. Your phone, your phone keeps recycling every two minutes. Uh, it hangs up, so I gotta keep calling you back. I don't know That's if I. That's okay. Uh, keep keep you busy. Keep your hands busy, man. 
Uh, anyway. Hey, um, I, I, I wanted to call you to ask you something about with all the censorship going on now. I mean, I, I, I listen to you every day, but I'm usually only half the day because I'm a driver, so I'm, 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 out, of the, I'm out of the vehicle half the right. time. So, uh, now, now what is, is anything coming down on you? Have you gotten reprimanded or, or no, no letter or anything? No. No? Well, no, but we have not a letter, but we have a uh, statement of policy by the company. And we have to uh, watch our P's and Q's, man. We have to be because the FCC has just changed the whole ball game now. They just they just changed all the rules in the middle of the game. Things that we've been able to do for twenty, thirty years, not no more. I realize that. Yeah. And uh, you know, a lot a lot of your program is, is excellent uh, uh, entertainment. Yeah. But um, I just you know I just don't want it to uh, fade away because uh, you know they they you know they don't they're not going to allow you to do all your little skits and all that. They're not they're not going to allow us to do all our little skits. But we'll do uh, different little skits. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, we have to think of another form. There you go. Good luck to us, Pally. What was he trying to say? Little skits. I see. By the way, speaking of that, on this side of the border, meaning the side I'm on right now, advocates of the same-sex rights are calling it a brain drain. Oh, that's on the U.S. side. While their counterparts in Canada are boasting of a gay gain. You got that? Pardon? Since Canada's immigration law was changed in 2002 to recognize same-sex partners for immigration purposes, an ever-growing number of gay and lesbian couples have uprooted and migrated, especially couples in which one partner is a U.S. citizen and one is not. Uh, Most heterosexual foreigners in long-term relationships with Americans can immigrate legally and stay with their loved ones by marrying, but gay couples don't have that option. The same-sex wedding being performed in San Francisco do them no good because immigration is a federal concern, and the federal government doesn't, of course, recognize gay marriages. So as gay and lesbian couples from around the world flock to San Francisco to marry, people such as Abby Summer cast their eyes north. The 47-year-old San Francisco resident is making plans to move to Canada with her girlfriend of six years, a Russian in this country on a student visa. For us folks planning to take off to Canada, nothing's really changed. We still have to go, said Summer, a business development manager at a software company. No one should have to go through this. This country is like going back in time. It's a bunch of Puritans, she says. I don't want to sound really bitter, but I am. How well said. This country is like going back in time. It's a bunch of freaking Puritans. I don't want to sound bitter, she says, but I am. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Hey. It's Howard. Howard Spam. All right. That's all for Neil today. The Marlins have to play. I'm sure Neil doesn't mind going home. No. Down two or three sport holes. Can't hear a team that blows. As the rest of us with lives turn off the radio. It's Marlins baseball. It's boring and it's big. Marlins baseball. Such a goddamn pity, designed for those who don't like to think and get excitement from recalking the sink. It's Marlin Baseball. No one gives a f. Forget the entertainment, the Marlins want their payment. Contractual agreements must be met. Yes. Despite the ratings dip, they have to pay the bid. And hope they find an audience whose brains are dead. It's Marlin Baseball. It's time to make a sandwich. Marlin Baseball. I'd rather hear Jim Mandit. Exciting as the sound of drying paint. Designed for those with trouble getting laid. It's Marlin Baseball. <laughs> Lifeless asshole schmuck. one spot open in the rotation. Pitch, run it out, and miss. Marlin Baseball. No one gives a f***. 
pitch, bunted, little trick off the third baseline, a very good one. Picked up by the third baseman. Smith zings it on the first, he took the first. <laughs> Some nice bleeps in there, though. I mean, like the, where the whole word, word just disappears into a hole, you know? You yes. didn't think? It's good, good bleeps. Oh. It's just the, the echo. It's, uh, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> the reverb. <laughs> hey, listen, I couldn't understand a f***ing thing he said, okay, so just relax. We got Marlins and the Mets coming up, 12.55, baby, and it's too bad we don't have these like every day. You were right this morning, man. You finally hit it right on the head. After all Three hours time. a day sounds perfect to That's me. This four-hour crap, why, why do we have to pay this? Uh, what, what kind of penalty are we paying here? Huh? You were a Humper is on three hours a day. The Mad Dog is only on two. Mm-hmm. Morning show. Little Dog is on two. Morning show is on three. And believe me, that's uh, three too many as it is. Uh, is there any other four-hour show on the station? No. I mean, except Eddie K when he's on like a, with a ball game list tonight. When? Which isn't very often. Right. Like yesterday. Ten to two. That's four hours. But, of course, that's late at night. There's no pressure. Everybody's drunk. They're stoned out of their mind. They're calling their bookies bent out of shape. I mean, that's what Eddie's doing. But you're right, most nights he's, he's lucky to be on uh, two and a half hours. Three hours is plenty is what I say. Ten to one, Mad Dog one to four, the Humper four to seven. That's what I say. Oh! Sounds great to me. Let's take a vote. I vote yes. Yes. Josh? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Three to oh! zip. Three zip. How is that NHL draft coming along, George? <laughs> I just closed the window, so I don't feel it anymore. Oh, come on. You just got to get with the program. A bunch of guys that want to win and a good young team, and, you know, I'm excited to get there. Oh, the Dallas Stars signed Lubomir uh, Kushmir and Tokas. No. I was enough. Maple Leafs signed Kelly Johansson, the uh, Edmonton Oilers trade goalie Tommy Sato, and a sixth-round pick to Avalanche for defenseman Tom Gilbert that nobody ever heard of. I just had one. You get those little feelings when you play hockey. Oh, you get those little feelings, all right. Nothing too exciting. Mostly a bunch of names that nobody ever heard of before. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Marlins line. The world champion, not just the Marlins, the world champion Marlins coming up next. Now, did you have a game last week? Yeah, we did. At the same time, more or less. Actually, we were like gone by now on Thursday. Really? It ended now. Yeah. Well, let me get out of here right now. Bye. Bye. We'll play music. WQAM. Hello. Hello. WQAM. Hello. Hello, this is Ian. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, man? I called the immigration service today on my mother-in-law. That illegal bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice work, Pally. Too bad it's not re- uh, for real. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil. Speaking. How you doing? Okay. We got to legalize it, man. That's just the way. Yeah. The only way on earth. Uh-huh. It'll make everything calm. Everything yeah. will be great. Okay. No more worries. No, no more. more. Okay. See you at the border, Pally. Got some real good crap for you. I brought back from Amsterdam. WQM, hello. Yes, Neil. Speaking. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, Neil, have you seen Hugh Lieberman and Billy Crystal together in the same place? Same person, man. Boy, I'll tell you, your people are on a feeding frenzy today. What? They must have got the good stuff, you know? Oh, it's nice to share. I'd head down right over to Sweetwater when the show is over and find out a real, get a, a big uh, uh, pile of crap. I'm going to Bondwater instead. Because <laughs> I know if I was looking for a big pile of crap, it would be in Sweetwater. Make no mistake Absolutely. about it. WQAM, hello. Holy shite. WQAM, hello. Neil, is the Marlins are on next? Marlins will be on in four minutes, sir. Oh, I'm going to go kill myself now. Thank you. Okay, good. Don't make a mess. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, I just want to say George Bush sucks. Okay, thanks for the bulletin. Okay, George Bush sucks. That's the news we just got. <laughs> Anybody wasn't aware of that, George Bush sucks. If you missed the other piece of big news today, it was the big conference, 11 o'clock this morning, in Greg Reed's orifice. Greg and the hammer, the Hebrew hammer. Hey, stupid! Ironed it out. When it out, they ironed it out. That's the good news. Thank the Lord for that. Now, do we have like a time thing? Because I'm going to uh, play a little music. Yeah. Is it is it exactly up and down 1255? Whatever. Play, is that play the some music. They'll fade us out. At 55. More or less. Well, I More mean, don't less. say just, how about if I played music and it wasn't long enough to go to 55? See, you're missing the whole point. Then George. I would fill the breach. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Fill this. This is so perfect, man, for a Marlins baseball. In a town where nobody cares, champions or not. Can we get our money back for those Marlins caps? We didn't really mean it. We just wanted to be on a bandwagon for a day or two. Please. Pretty please. And by the way, Pudge, send Pudge packing, baby, right to Detroit. A match made in purgatory. I hope he breaks his leg on opening day. One last thing to Howard, too. Howard, don't let Barry Jackson and this stuff about your show's not entertaining. Go, man. It's okay. You don't have to go around calling Barry Jackson. All right? I know he's not listening because when he's off the air, he goes up the boat and he said he doesn't listen anymore. So Absolutely. Is that that mojo flat that you're bringing back again? Shame on you. Don't forget, Howard Stern, 6 to 10 a.m. tomorrow, replacing Mo and Gilly and Joe. Yeah, are you what? Are you sure? He's getting bleeped a lot, so I figure when in doubt, bleep him out. Yeah, but wait. Okay.